You know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly. Excuse me. Just getting over the phlegm. Indie Media Weekly, uh, worldwide, whatever. Um, so glad it's Friday. So, so glad it's Friday. And uh, because uh, I'm, I, I told told the gang before the show started, this has been such a boring long week after the whirlwind great time Susan and I had down at Bob and Rain's last weekend. So, uh, yeah, it's been like, when will freedom come? You know, <laughs> and it's here here tonight right here I'm about to have a beer uh but anyway and <laughs> yeah uh first name free last name dumb um <laughs> and uh but anyway welcome back uh, of course uh, rain from four freedoms blog of washington dc the beltway bureau the bubble a party town usa party town usa boy Hi, does everybody. your voice sound so much better it does, doesn't it? Yeah. I think I think part of it was that Bob went to went into the office yesterday, and I didn't have to talk to anybody. Oh, there you go. Uh, I thought maybe you got but a gasket a gasket replaced. No. So. <laughs> yeah, my voice, my it's it's not a hundred percent, but boy, oh boy, that was pretty rough on Tuesday, wasn't it? Time to change. A little bit. So. <laughs> yeah. Happy and Friday, everybody. Happy Friday to you, and of course. Uh, Speaking of party towns, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, and we know what everybody says about uh, Scranton parties. Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. (laughs) It needs more cowbell. Francie gave me a cowbell Uh, at the party. Yeah, good. It does need more cowbell. (laughs) Any, Any Scranton party needs a lot of cowbell. Sure probably freaking out my cats yeah francie gave me a cowbell that says york steakhouse uh 14 wbns columbus radio there it is so anyway joe how are you doing well um good good i know we're all exhausted from two whole nights of watching debates <laughs> yeah, you, two, you two didn't watch them, did you? No, not no. at all. Now I Bob, watched. Bob and I did snippets. I watched snippets. Not I waited to see what everybody said, and what I figured in my heart about the one last night that was going to happen is that Kamala Harris was going to get a bump. I've I've been very. Very excited to see her on the debate stage. Just not yet. 
but it's nice that she did get a bump and there was and I do have some audio from it we're not gonna completely run away um, uh, from it but we could <laughs> well well Bob and I did watch both nights so if we want to talk a little bit more about it when he gets 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 you know joins us when he it gets off it when he gets hours, off his but ass it was, it was a very very interesting couple of nights yeah or again we could just run away I'm kidding uh because I, I got audio for it so yeah we're not gonna you know we're not gonna avoid that by the way a storm just rolled in I'm hoping it's not oh. raining in my room I can't see I hear well, water that's, that's good yeah well it was really hot here today so I just need to I'm gonna be far away Ken for a moment where so I can see oh Oh, vamp, vamp! I gotta shut this window. Yeah, we just had we just had a couple of storms roll through here. It was really weird because it was raining on one side of the house and not on the other. Got rained on. And and um, we had sun and thunder. Okay, I shut that window. I gotta. I better go check the other ones. I don't know if Susan's uh, has checked them. It's raining in on the west side of the house. So I got to see the other it's west kind of like windows. what's happening here. Yeah, so I'll be right back again. I I've got wow, to save the gas. My way. Joe, how you doing? Uh, so far it's hot, but I oh, we're not man. supposed to have any rain till tomorrow. We weren't supposed to have rain at all today. We had just like these little pop-ups that just Wait, they literally popped up right all around us in the past two that hours. Happened, that happened at the uh, baseball game the other night, the one that I was at that we were talking about. Uh-huh. I'm back. And all of a sudden, the clouds opened up for no reason. <laughs> Only over the stadium. <laughs> and it poured. <laughs> and, and the poor ground crew got drenched. And then, then it stopped like 15 minutes later. Oh. Wow. So the game started again? Joe? Yeah, well, seventh or eighth inning. Okay. Well, that's good. We, oh, yeah. We were in the seventh or eighth inning by then, but uh, yeah, they did. But it was, uh, I couldn't go to my car. Yeah, I don't know. These pop up showers. I see. I'm looking at the radar, and right over Cleveland, there's a little thunderstorm. Yes, there is. I see it, but it's passing quickly. It'll be through your area in a, in, in a matter yeah. of minutes. Well, don't let me stop you from yeah, talking so about I sports. Got DC in in the chat. He <laughs> that there, our thunderstorm was kind of freaky. Technically, we were we were talking about weather. <laughs> ah, I'm not going to play the whole thing. Uh, we were talking yeah. about weather. All right, yeah, Stephanie Miller. We did, did one of you guys tell she, me that Stephanie Miller's? Yeah, she's been using that clip. Hmm. She's never even watched Tim and Eric. I guarantee it. So she's been using that clip when uh, Carlos Elzaraki comes on because yeah. he always comes up and talks sports. Yeah, but she's listening to your show, Ken. Could I be think something's happening. No, 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 no. She's not lifting I from think, me. I think I'm. Uh, they, uh, it could very well be that I sent that to to them a long time ago. I don't know, but I, I like I said, I think. Um, I think Chris watched, has watched Tim and Eric, so that's probably why, because he was a Mr. Show fan as well. Uh, and <clears throat> they're very similar 
Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and get into our audio here. Uh, since you and Bob are watching the debates, let's start. Uh, let's start elsewhere. Elsewhere. Um, let's go ahead and pick up where uh, 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 Alexandria Ocasio Cortez has gotten a lot of criticism over the use of concentration camps on the border because reasons um you know it seems like there are a lot of people out there who are trying to say that she's minimizing the suffering of um holocaust survivors i don't want to take anything away from them but um you know we we said the other day on the show those were nazi death camps yes concentration Mm -hmm. camp was used for that but Mm -hmm. arguably nazi death camp is much more appropriate to you know but but she i think she explained herself and her rationale very well uh with jake tapper um and uh, i think uh, he was pretty fair to her uh, to let her explain so here is uh here's part one and thank you for sending this along rain last night you tweeted quote Last week, we called the concentration camps at the border for what they are. In the week since, the acting director of Customs and Border Patrol resigned. Bank of America announced they will stop financing for-profit immigration detention and private prisons. Words matter, unquote. Um, I guess two questions here. One, you're taking credit for calling these camps, your your detention centers, you're, you're taking credit for those developments by using the term concentration camp. And two, what do you say to Americans, especially survivors of the Holocaust or individuals who are related to survivors of the Holocaust who say, look, academically you're right, the term concentration camp did not necessarily mean death camp, but colloquially, when most people hear it, they think death camp, they think Holocaust, and you're, you're undermining your argument and you're, and you're hurting us, what, mm-hmm. hurting our feelings, hurting our emotions, hurting our memories. Mm-hmm. What do you say to those Holocaust survivors? Absolutely. Well, you know, I have, I have many in my district and our, our Jewish community has kind of has rallied around this issue because uh, when we talk about concentration camps, if we do not also talk about Japanese internment, if we don't talk about the Boer War, if we don't talk about the many times that this has happened in the history of humanity, then we also erase the suffering of those people. I believe that uh, we have also make sure, made sure that we explicitly use the term concentration camp and we have to learn from the slow process, the slow dehumanizing process that leads to hor- horrible things happening to people. And I know that my folks back home and in my district in Queens and the Bronx, our community has rallied around it. We absolutely and, and absolutely have communicated with survivors to indicate that this is not the same thing as, I, as you had mentioned academically as an extermination or a death camp. And in fact, this is an opportunity for us to talk about how we learn from our history in order to prevent it from ever happening in any form, at any step, whether it's a concentration camp or whether it is the, the, the final step steps of that phase from happening and and even at the earliest steps we have to make sure that dehumanizing and that never again means never again for anyone amen amen how can anyone anyone argue with that well and i would add something to that is that just because Well, let me put it a different way. Okay. You, you didn't put it anyway. Uh, I didn't put it anyway. Let me rethink it. Okay. 
the Holocaust, as horrible as it was, does not mean that it can't happen again. Yeah. And if if conditions that were similar or identical to what happened back then happen again now, what is wrong with calling them what they are? Nothing. Yeah, it's like, I mean, or, or should we not call, you know, guns guns because Nazis used guns to kill innocent people yeah, with? Right. You know, right. I mean, I mean well, the Holocaust, the Holocaust happened. Uh, uh, the killing fields happened. Right. Uh, the, the purges in Russia happened. Okay, millions and millions of people mm-hmm. were destroyed in these countries. Holocausts happened since the German Holocaust. Well, so, you're, you're and, just... and they were just as horrible. So calling them a Holocaust doesn't take away from what happened. No, not at all. No, I, I think I think that Joe is right, but I also I I also really do believe the fact that, you know, we've we've been told, rightfully so, that those who don't learn from history are bound to repeat it. Yes. And we've also heard the mantra from from the Holocaust Museum and and from anybody who studied what happened during during you know, the Holocaust and Hitler that, you know, n- never again Never again. And I, I have always believed that deep, deep, deep down in my soul. But if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna say never again, then we need to remember the, the origins of what happened to the death camps. Absolutely. Um, the the origins that's the, that's the, those death camps didn't start out killing people. Yeah, they it was were, a gradual it was cumulative concentrations. Yeah. Right. They were concentrated groups of people put into areas just put into camps or whatever they were called again so i i I, there's there's two sides of me i i can understand why maybe there are some people who feel like she might be denigrating the use of concentration camps on the other hand if we are taught to never forget and if we are taught to to learn from history then we really need to pay attention what is to what is happening in in the name of America, yeah, those are concentration camps. Those are internment yes. camps. Yes, yeah. they are. Um, and there's a part two to that I'd like to play real quick. Uh, it's a little under a minute. When you retweeted a story from Esquire magazine discussing all this, talking about the academic definition versus the definition that most people think of, the colloquial definition that doesn't mean... Uh, the concentration camp are just a concentration of individuals, but a Nazi death camp. Uh, one of the points that was made in that very story was that using that definition, there were also concentra- uh, concentration camps under Obama and under Bill Clinton. That is in the story that you retweeted. Mm-hmm. So. Did you call them concentration camps at the time when Obama was president? Well, at the time I was working in a restaurant, but I do, but I absolutely uh, was outspoken in against Obama's immigration policies and the detention of families then. I think it's a remarkably consistent position and I'm not here to defend uh, wrong actions just because they happened under a democratic administration. I'm here to speak truth to power and if it's wrong, it's wrong and I frankly don't care what president does it. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm with her on that. I'm with her on that. And, yes. uh, you know, I... But the conditions have become so abhorrent 
that uh, you know they're uh, not giving them soap and toothpaste they're not yeah. giving them diapers they're not giving them a way they're to, making to bathe themselves babies re- take care of other babies yes how Here's the thing the Here's hell the thing and 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 um i was critical of obama i was critical of bush of their immigration policies mm-hmm. and and i got into many arguments with people who were you know, Obama, I, I was an Obama supporter, but who, who were just like Obamaites, you know, like it didn't matter what he did. Well, he did a lot of things wrong f- for me. Oh, you know, yeah. Drones, uh, his Im- yeah. immigration policy. So, and he was, he was hardly the, the liberal they, they made him to be. Definitely not a socialist, but no, fire breathing, yeah, Obama. fire breathing socialists that, you know, use yeah. drones to, you know, <laughs> and, and, but the, the difference uh, yeah. between I, I, I will say between Obama and I will even say George W. Bush, I will even say Bush was the cruelty, the 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 intentional cruelty that the Trump administration executes these these programs. Right. This was intentional cruelty. Mm-hmm. Yes, terrible things did happen under Obama. Terrible things happened under George W. Bush as far as immigration policy. But I can't say that either of those first two were intentional cruelty. They weren't designed to be cruel. They weren't designed to hurt people. No. We didn't have right. concentration camps. No. We didn't. And, we didn't. And they didn't last, they didn't last long. Yeah, well, there, well, there was the there's the there was that rule, Joe. I, oh God. Right. Yes. I, I can't I know, remember the, the name of the rule. That they can't. It, it was. It, it was that that. Uh, I, I know when uh, Trump confused the, the the person for the judge. Yes, I can't remember the <laughs> yeah, rule, but the thing is, is that there were family yeah. separation policies under yes. under Obama, but it was it there, there were reasons for it, whether we agree with it or not. There were reasons for it. His but family answer, separation policy has no rhyme or reason except cruelty. Except intentional cruelty. And yeah, that and is the, def- the difference. Yeah, the, the, the language behind it is cruel, uh, and the execution of it is cruel. It, it is, I mean, there is no there is no way around it. Yeah, every once in a while you get him saying, oh, no, we're doing real good, we're taking care of the children. But then when you look at the way things are worded, or when you have people come out like, you know what Jeff Sessions was saying. You know we will tear your family apart. You know, uh, you know. I, I mean, it, it just everybody. Uh, the the former DHS secure uh, um, secretary. Um, I forget her name. Kristen Nielsen. Nielsen. Yeah. I mean, you know, just all of them. I mean, you know, every last one of them just talks like they're they're working for an ugly butcher dictator and then you know and if if we were not to, if we didn't start calling it out if people like AOC didn't bring an awareness to this it would become much more horrendous and i think she has every right to take credit for you know branding them concentration camps and seeing some action taken in the wake of this yeah i mean still not I, perfect I, 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 but there's, you know, some progress is being made. I, I, I do deeply respect Jake Tapper, but I, I found personally, I found that when he brought up, you know, concentration camps and equated it to 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 Nazi Germany, I I feel like he took a leap and and failed to understand intellectually 
exactly what Cortez was saying. She was not comparing them to Nazi Germany. Not at all. She was basically saying we need to pay attention because this could get bad. I, yeah. I real that's and that's it's my gotten, take on. And it has gotten worse than it it's, was. It's already bad. It's already real. Yeah, real it, bad. it started off bad, and it's gotten fucking worse. And and yeah, and all, all Megan McCain. It's all about me. With that audio oh, we played God, when Grimmy Grimmy called on Tuesday, her, her making it all about herself. I've seen torture, you know, tor- you know, torture rooms. I I know what you know. It's like no, 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 no. It's like saying there's only one shade of blue. Right. And yeah, I'd like to see Megan McCain talk to one of these kids ten years from now. Yeah, and your yeah. father, your her father. I mean, is it, how is it possible that a bunch of a bunch of liberals on a small little talk show wouldn't under, have would would have a better understanding of what John McCain himself would say, you know, better than his own daughter, because he absolutely would he would be f- breathing fire over this. She made a big deal out of her father couldn't lift her up over his head because yeah of what happened to him in the prison war camps well, i wonder what she would i wonder what she would say about this her and her father were never found dead drowned in the rio grande river yeah you know i, I can i just i just want to say something i i've been thinking about putting a side by side um photo thing on twitter and on facebook but you know that father and and that little 23 month old girl it reminds me so much of that little boy who was found dead on, on the water shore in Syria a couple of years ago. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And and I can't. It's it, too it's dark. Just, I, it's too dark. It's it's sad yeah. and it's it's sad and it's depressing. That little that little boy was was you know the product of seeking refugee the same mm-hmm. way that this family was. This is. All I could think of is, my God, this is America. This oh, is yeah. America, and it's it's so sad. Uh-oh. Severe thunderstorm warning. Flash flood warning. Well, I'm on high Uh-oh. ground. Damn it. The, I mean, the yard two, just dried two, out. Sorry. <laughs> those two images uh, in my head, side by side, break my heart, because we think about what's happening in Syria something way over there on the other side of the world mm-hmm. and yet and yet that image of of that father and his daughter that happened here on our on our border and they yeah. were just trying to seek asylum and i don't know if we're any better at this point no i i, I don't i, I well I hope that makes sense because it yes, it it's, it's haunting I, me. But it's not that. I don't. Well, no, we're not better because because uh, we. This this man was elected by uh, our system. Maybe we didn't elect them, but right. Our system of government put this this bunch of brutal people. In, yeah, Assad in, in, wasn't yeah. really elected, was he? No. Well. Yeah, but um, but anyway, um, I I, I, I want to cut this short just because we're um, uh, the audio I have is too long and it's a, it, we got to change topics here and I want to make sure we have enough room in the next segment to 
finish out the rest of the audio we have. But yeah, you know, uh, good on AOC. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, there's there's not a. I, I'm sorry, you know, I, I don't want anybody to be hurt by the usage, but I think anybody who is who is compassionate and aware enough knows that by her using that language, it's going to help make things better. I really yeah, believe that. Wake, I really believe that. It's to wake people up. So, anyway, but for those who don't care about children... And those who don't care about giving humane, decent treatment and people who support torturing children, people like apparently Meghan McCain um, and uh, all the other, you know, all the Trump cultists and Trump apologists out there. Well, we have a song from Macaroni for all of them that we're going to play. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, and get to that song of love and outreach. And we'll be right back uh, and shifting gears slightly, still kind of in the same wheelhouse, same topic, uh, uh, immigration and uh, stuff. Um, but uh, the census, the census ruling, the SCOTUS census ruling. Um, and some rambling Trump nonsense. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air you. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking uh. fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen this is what you play when you all the way through this is what you play when you say fuck you fuck you. this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air if you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air fuck you. Fuck you. 
I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... From the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worse. it's showtime. Sure is showtime here on this uh, thunderstormy Friday where I got a kitty under my desk who's all afraid Oh, Tim, you don't worry. Don't That thunder won't get you. 
Uh, but of course, welcome back to the program. Uh, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Hello, sir. It's not uh, raining here. So good. Yeah, well, I'll... Uh, I hope, I hope you, uh, you're going to send it my way, though. I know you Yeah, are. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to aim my most powerful fan out the window and see if I can get it to blow over Scranton way. <laughs> I think it's going to come here all by itself. Or, or maybe I'll go ahead and get some, uh, I'll get a, a presidential candidate Moonflower uh, to rub some crystals together and uh, say a few magical words and do a rain dance for you. <laughs> oh my God. We'll get to that later. Uh, and of course, rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Uh, the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble Party Town, USA. What's up? Just going to say, um, look, I disagree with you, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you until I suffocate you to death. Yeah, I'm going to put on my love harness and harness love. Don't go- don't Google love harness. Take Stephen Colbert's advice. Um, yes, do not do that. Um <laughs> Do so, not do that. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, I want to get to this uh, this bit of audio here. Uh, once again, the uh, ever decreasing safe space known as Fox News for Fat Donnie, it's just just withering, just withering away, with the likes of you know Andrew Napolitano and Shep Smith and Chris Wallace and a few other few other voices over there too. Um, but uh, Andrew Napolitano was talking about the uh, the big defeat for. The Trump administration and and Wilbur Roth, Commerce Secretary, um, he couldn't get the soup question. No, I'm sorry, he couldn't get the the citizenship question on the census. Scotus wouldn't put the citizenship <laughs> question on the census. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So uh, basically, the, these racist uh, bastards uh, were dealt a big defeat by the Supreme Court. Uh, Trump doesn't understand how the Supreme Court works uh, or the census. Um, and yeah, so so basically, uh, you know, they they were trying to you know uh, put a citizenship question on there. It would essentially drive people away from wanting to do this. If they, you know, it would scare people if they, if they weren't citizens, uh, you know, they're making up reasons why that they want, they want it on there that, Oh, well, you know, it's to help the justice department, uh, or immigration or whatever. And, and no, it's, it's basically to try and take money away from areas that might have higher concentrations of, of, uh, unregistered immigrants you know undocumented immigrants uh and and a whole bunch of other fucking evil shit and good for them that it's not going to happen here's andrew napolitano with the breakdown um of this this is a significant defeat for the trump administration and for the president personally who of course wanted this question on there and i think had uh, understandable reasons for wanting it on there, but it definitely will not be on. And one of the reasons it won't be on is because there is a companion case in Maryland, and in that case, the judge has decided to scrutinize the information in the hard drive of the of the political uh, operative who came up with this idea. Stated differently, all these allegations about a racial bias in support of the census question will now be litigated not by one but by two federal courts and the question it appears will not be on the census for 2020 Mm. 
Yeah, and I guess, Judge, my question would be, you know, why would the Supreme Court, I guess this was kind of forced upon the Supreme Court. That's a fair assessment, right? The DOJ said, let's, would, you, would you look at this? And the Supreme Court said, okay. And now they've decided this is really one of those cases that belongs in the lower courts before we look at it, which could take years. Well, the lower court, excuse me, the Supreme Court is not in the business of evaluating evidence anew. But let me point out that this is a unanimous decision. Yeah, there is some disagreement with, with parts of it, and there's some justices pairing off. But for the most part, the decision to send this back to the lower court is nine to nothing. That's because when new evidence is discovered, after the trial court has ruled, after the appellate court has ruled, and while the case is pending in the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court is not in the business of evaluating new evidence. So they followed standard operating procedure here. As hot as this issue is, as much as everybody, from the president to those uh, demonstrating outside the Supreme Court now, all wanted a decision, the Supreme Court did the right thing by sending this back to trial courts to scrutinize the significance of this newly found evidence and then come up with final rulings and then those final rulings will eventually make their way back to the Supreme Court. But as you, Trace, or one of you just suggested, that cannot happen before the 2020 census. So this question is off. Who knows if it will ever come back? I'm going to say I'm into that. Amen. 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 Fuck you, you bloated racist piece of shit. (laughs) Fuck you, you withered away old soup-sucking monster Wilbur Ross. I gotta play this. This is a can of Campbell's soup. There's in the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a 7-Eleven down here. The can of Campbell's soup. Doddering old freak. Jesus. Uh, um, yeah, good. Good, 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 and good. And, and Trump's flailing away. What was that? Didn't one of you guys send a story about this about Trump's reaction to all this? Oh, can we delay? Oh, yeah. Can we delay the census, or yeah, can we, yeah. or can we speed it up in, in the court? Yeah, both. Actually, yeah. I think it was both. Joe, am I wrong with that? What's that? The, it no, was he both. said he said he wants he he asked his attorneys if they could delay the census for as long as it takes. Yeah, but he and also... the answer to that, I could tell him. He doesn't have to ask a lawyer. All he has to do is, uh, you know, dive into his his pocket constitution. Oh, wait. He doesn't have He one. doesn't have He one. ran out of he toilet paper a, after a, a big... He's got a pocket sh- penis. Uh, yeah, you he, know uh, where they sell them? You know where I know where they sell them? You know where they sell them? In, in the, the White, House White House gift, gift shop? shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Rain... Don't save penis in this house! Get out of my house! I... Thought I sneaked it in. No. He might want to wander out of the residence, and God knows he doesn't spend t- t- much time at the Oval Office. But I mean, if he wants to wander into the gift shop, they do have them right there on the counter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. I think it was interesting because I, I, it was both. Like I, I think that there was a certain part of the um, punditry who thought maybe they could bring this back and have it relitigated. But this this stuff needs to be printed, and and so yeah. there's two thoughts. There there's the one thought that uh, the census needs to be printed by the end of June, which is now, and then I think I saw that you know there are some people who think that it can be pushed back until October, but even then I don't think that it can be litigated 
in in those few months. We, so I'm I'm pretty sure that this is it. This is this is I'm pretty sure. Who knows with this administration? But I think that this is a question that is going to be shelved until um, 2029, if that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I'm I'm really glad. Uh, this is just the kind of defeat uh, we need right now. Um, for for you know trump in his racist policies the thing that does bother me though and and i i i do want to say this this does bother me because my interpretation of the constitution and the census question is that um the census is supposed to you know take a tally of everybody who lives in the united states regardless of you being here documented or not and um with what the Supreme Court did was they punted. They literally punted on this. They really could have said it, it shouldn't matter whether or not you're a, a, a documented citizen or you know documented or undocumented. Mm-hmm. They, they really, I really wish that they would have said everybody needs to be counted in accordance with the Constitution, and they punted on that, and that does bother me. Yeah. Well, um, <clears throat> while we still have time here, I want to get to... Well, they um, still... Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, they still may hear the case. Uh, that that was made clear, too. Uh, what they said is that they want this... They remanded it back, okay, simply put, to the lower courts to have a hearing and to have a proper hearing on, on the issue. Mm-hmm. And then once it's once it's decided there, it can come back to the Supreme Court, and they may strike it down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But but it's not it's it is not a dead issue as far as the Supreme Court. Okay, it's just yeah. a remand. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. done all the time. It's all done all the time. Uh, if there's a mistake, or if the, if the, if uh, a higher court wants wants more uh, more evidence before or information or more, you know. Before it makes a ruling, it can remand to a lower court to conduct the hearing and then send it back, and that's exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, well, anyway, um, uh, moving on to the next uh, the next next item up for bid, it's actually Trump himself, and um, I, I found this bit of audio uh, fascinating. Um, uh, it is in it, the interview he did with Chunk Toad. I'm, why why is he giving all these big long interviews to people like Stephanopoulos and Chuck Todd? Is he trying to appeal to people who watch real news now? That's a good question. I mean, uh, you know, is is he realizing that coming up on the election? Because I'll tell you what, this interview, this portion of the interview, I couldn't believe some of the things Trump was saying about potentially not winning. And I was, I was like, "Wow, okay, Jesus Christ!" Somebody give him some, uh, some of the the reality pills. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or or you know, uh, truth serum Adderall. Um, yeah. But yeah, listen, listen to this, and uh, of course, it rambles, it, it goes crazy, and everything, and I tack something on the end of it uh, as well. So here we go. No, I'm probably not too prepared to lose. I don't like losing. I haven't lost very much. You didn't in like my life. the fact that you lost the popular vote. 
That bothered you, didn't it? Well, I think it was a, uh, I mean, I'll say something that, again, is controversial. There were a lot of a lie, uh, votes mean. cast that I don't believe. I look at California. Mm. Mr. President. Excuse me. Mm. But that's it. Take a look at Judicial Watch. Take mm. a look at this settlement. Oh, 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 Judicial Watch. Oh, Larry Clayman. Larry oh, Clayman. Oh, uh, look who made the, the news again. Oh, wow. Okay, Larry so, so let, let, let me see. Let me see if I can find our, our good old... Uh, 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 Larry Clayman drop, um, so we can just know, so we know how many uh, fans there are of that uh, of uh, Larry Clayman out there. Here you go. My name is Larry Clayman. Hey. <laughs> there, I can't even play the dozens of us drop for that. Uh, that was onesies of us. <laughs> next, next he'll be giving us the decisions made by Judge Janine. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. In Judge Janine's court. Judge Janine. I'm Judge Janine, and Paul Ryan needs to step down. Oh wow, that's that's pretty good. Not bad. That was so. that's scary, Rain. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, not bad. Uh, but of course, you have that, you have that Bronx base. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> the. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, uh, the rest of the clip here. Uh, yeah, uh, judicial watch. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Well, California admitted to a million votes. They're admitted to a million votes. Admitted to judicial. Judicial watch made a settlement. There were there was much there was much illegal voting. But let me tell you about popular vote. Do you have a second? Yes, because you were you were a fan of it. Well, I like popular vote. Yeah. I think I'd do better with a popular vote. But I didn't campaign for the popular vote. You didn't see me campaign. In California or New York, if I if the if it was up to the popular vote, I would have done I think even better. I won 306 to 223, which was a lot in the electoral college. But it's like you're training for the hundred yard dash yep. versus the mile. No, you're you're totally it's right. Totally if different. it's a popular vote, can't. I went to different. Wisconsin. I she forgot. I went to Michigan. She didn't go to Michigan enough. I won Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. I won places that she didn't do a good job what can barely I tell you? no maybe i did a great job you know i never get credit for that they always say she was a lousy candidate i actually think that hillary clinton was a great candidate she was very smart yeah. she was very tough she was ruthless and vicious you'd rather run against her again wouldn't you you no. only talked about her in your announcement no. speech you spent a lot of time talking about no her. i would actually rather run against biden then i think that would be my preference why sleepy joe He's sleepy. She was not sleepy. Let me just tell you something. What? The Electoral College is tougher for a Republican to win than the popular vote. In my, no, at least me. Mm -hmm. I feel that I go to three places. I went to 19 or 21 states. I went to Maine four times because I wanted to get one, and I did get it. And that's the beauty of the Electoral College. You know, I've been a proponent of the other sometimes, and I change. But I will tell you, the Electoral College brings you to many of the states in this country. You, um, you have joked about a third term. You've joked about these I things. only joke. I, okay. I joke and I say, you watch, will, I will drive will Chuck Todd crazy. Okay. You will, <laughs> yes, you will, will accept the results, and you will 100%. accept whatever happens in 2020. You lose, sure. you'll be like, you're not going to like it, but you walk out. In fact, I said at a speech recently, I said, watch. Shut up! Shut up! Oh my God, I don't care! Yeah, I had to tack that on. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question for uh -huh. the audience, mm -hmm. or anybody. If it's easier for the Republicans to win the popular vote than the Electoral College, why in every instance where the Electoral College decided 
the Democrat won the popular vote? Because they're lying. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Sorry, Could be. sorry, Joe. And I didn't yeah. make that so simple. Yeah, you sort of. Sorry to cut out the no, deep discussion, just... the deep, the deep dive we could have had. Because it's bullshit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, I just love that, you know, uh, he's, um, you know, okay, I, I, uh, he's, he's lying again, you know, oh, Clinton wasn't sleepy. Oh my God, that's all you guys said. She's low energy. She doesn't have, she, you know, I know they said that about Jeb Bush too. They tried to tell her she was getting ready to die. She she was going to drop dead any second because she was sick and stumbled once. God forbid. God forbid. God forbid anybody's ever fucking human, especially if you're a woman. Yes. But she wasn't. She wasn't sleepy. No, she was recovering no, from pneumonia, if sleepy. I recall. She was never sleepy. She was recovering from oh. pneumonia, which is something very common you do when you're traveling all over the fucking place, and you're not in your stupid little san, you know. You know, scrubbed down with hand sanitizer, Trump jet. You know, gross. Boy, I, I, do you, Do you hear my silence? My silence I is can't. a deep, simmering anger. Hey, I'm really pissed. Yeah, just all I'm of it. Still it was, really there was so much bullshit. What is, I'm still, I can't get over it. What are they going to do when, 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 when that Big Mac grease finally hits that artery? Uh, how are they going to cover that up? That That's a good question. Hospital. Unless they're they got you know a special discount with Roto Rooter and they just come over and snake them out every couple days. No, seriously. Like if he has to go to the hospital for something, which you know a guy in his seventies, uh, you know, very likely, uh, yeah, could happen. Uh, how are they going to cover that up? Oh, he's in the hospital for uh, a haircut. Oh no, it's going to be. Um, she he's, has there some, to, he's there. He's there to show all the other on patients. His kidney. It's going to be something with his kidney, like mine. Oh, no, no, no. He can't have anything on his kidney. He's probably there to show other patients how to be perfectly healthy. I wouldn't be surprised if he's been in the hospital already since he's been there, because there have been days where he has looked like fucking death warmed over. I mean, there have been days. I've seen people who have been in the hospital uh, who've got, they, they still, you know, uh, just, I'll, I'll just say, my dad, for example, he had after his heart surgery, he had great color. Uh, you know, he, he, you know, his eyes looked exactly the same as they did before. You know, yeah, I could tell he was in pain and he was, you know, needed rest and everything. But I've seen days where it's like, Jesus Christ, what happened to Trump? Did he fucking get a whole like, you know, uh, full body transplant or something? Jesus. You know, he just sits there like a fucking lump, and his face is hanging, and his eyes are all like red and glossy and just creepy. I, you and know. he couldn't even walk with the with the world leaders that one time. He had to take a golf cart. Yes. Oh yeah. I don't think that it's I don't think that it's unfair to to question this. I really don't. When you think about the fact that um, we had Ronnie Ronald Reagan, who was really sick, and everybody covered his dementia. Trump was and, and, too and, weak to close an umbrella. Uh, I think he was not that smart. As as uh, weak minded pointed out. But you as, could be right, Ken. You could be right. As Colbert pointed out last night, uh, he shouldn't be pointing out anybody's health for a guy that 
looks like he's ready to tip over like the, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, you ever see the way he leans forward? I know. I mean, it's yeah. almost like he has no center of gravity. Uh, it's it's You know what I think he's doing, Joe? I think he's trying to compensate, and he thinks if he leans forward, his gut won't be as pronounced. That's what it strikes yeah. me as. You know? So, but yeah, and or when he weaves and he does his dancing thing, it's like, whoa, don't get too close to him. You'll get pinned. You get pinned and you'll, you'll we'll need to get the jaws of life. <laughs> maybe, maybe he has an inner ear infection. Um, I think he's an inner yeah, soul called, infection. It's called, it's called his brain. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but no matter what. I'm just yeah. trying. I'm tired of no, people no, yeah. trying to normalize this guy. It's yeah. been two and a half years. Yeah, he's not normal. But no matter he's what, he's not normal. He's, no, he's mo- disturbing. But, yeah. he's he. It's just there is nobody that you and I, you Joe, Ken, anybody who's listening. If we had to encounter this guy in real life, we would sit back and be like, well, "You sound normal." Yes, I would totally take you as normal. And that's a problem. It's a problem because this guy is in the office of the president of the United States. He's not normal. He's disturbed. And he is. He is. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I just you know I, I don't understand uh, how, you know the, the, the how he gets off by calling anybody tired, anybody low energy. I mean, yeah, he gets at his rallies and he goes nah, 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 and he does his little yelly growl thing. I mean, you know, it just sounds like he's cranky. It doesn't sound high energy to me. Yeah, his audience, his audience is all clap like fucking flipper. But you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, and he plays fucking. You can't always get what you want by the Rolling Stones. It's like, uh, what? I mean, none of it says high energy to me. None of it says. He's not sleepy. He constantly looks tired. He has the biggest bags under his eyes I've seen of anybody who's been president outside of uh, maybe Reagan or Nixon, you know? And what about what about his, his work work day? He, he doesn't even get out of his pajamas till 11. Who does that besides me? I mean, who does that? <laughs> but I'm I, retired. He's working. Right. You know, I mean, he doesn't get out of his pajamas till eleven. He watches. He sits. He sits on his fat ass and sucks in in uh, uh, egg McMuffins until eleven. Then he waddles down the, the stairs, or yeah. probably takes the elevator. And they probably had to put extra cable on it to get him down there. Mm-hmm. They get him down to the Oval Office. He sits in front of the Resolute desk, right? L- Lunchtime. Gets, gets a diet. Gets a diet Pepsi and, Pushes and a orders Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Comes in. Let's have a shot. My name is Larry Klein. Hey. Oh, and then he. This comes down to I'm really tired. Then he calls Sean Hannity, he he calls Sean Hannity to to to, uh, uh, to see what to do with Syria, China, and North Korea, and then he goes back to bed. Yeah, and and I, I am really of 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 two mixed minds here. I'm tired of of the media normalizing him. That said, I don't know how else they're supposed to cover him. I think just and, every and I, I mean they should just cover him because c- cover him like this. Hey Trump, fuck you. Yeah, 
So well, you know, the thing <laughs> is, is that he does things that affect foreign policy and, and domestic policy. So I, I just I, they can't sit there and say, OK, we have to ignore everything the president does because he's literally pooping and putting his finger in the poop and then putting his finger in, in, in water, you know, finger colors and painting with his finger fingers. painting, sharp paint, sharp finger painting on the Constitution. So I, I know that's really gross, but that's what, basically it. What do we do? What do we do? I mean, they can't. They can't say, "Okay, he's finger painting with his poop." Well, you know what? Uh, what I said recently, when the, the, the you know on his birthday, which is Flag Day, so he thinks he's a flag now. Uh, he was humping the flag, and and we they, the White House tweeted that out. I said, "What you can't see is uh, you know uh, is him rubbing his big dirty asshole on the Constitution um, in that picture." Uh, because, you know, I mean, basically, you know, he's rubbing his dick on the flag and wiping his ass with the Constitution. See, and, and the thing is, is, I don't even think he understands the Constitution at all. I, of course I, he I mean, doesn't, or else he wouldn't have said that here. about the Supreme Court and the census. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's zero comprehension of it. He's getting information from Larry Clayman. Yeah, he, he has, look... Rain, Ken, me, and everybody in the chat would not have to ask their lawyer if you could delay the census. Because everyone learned that in the eighth grade. I don't know. Maybe we should delay, uh, you know, tax time. Or maybe we should delay Christmas. (laughs) You know, know, uh, Christmas will be delayed until Santa... Gives you know me what, what I want. This year, we should oh. delay the Fourth of July. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> or yeah, you know what would be really funny? Seventh. Here's what we need to do. Well, here's what we need to do. We need to we need to get some insiders in the White House. This is an easy plan. Follow me here. We need to get some insiders in the White House. All right. And what they need to do is they need to sedate him with like an elephant tranquilizer and <laughs> uh, airlift him out of the White House. I'm sure there's some kind of hatch they can open right above his bedroom and pull him out, right? Super easy plan here. Um, airlift him out and then take him to an America theme park in a foreign country, you know, where they have like scaled down versions like Statue of Liberty and stuff like that. And he'll just think he's like, you know, in Washington, D.C., put on some fireworks for him, let him give a speech, give him some heavy sunglasses so, you know, he can't tell that, you know, the, the, tourists there might not be american they'll think he's an impersonator and they'll all laugh at him and then you know (laughs) and then you know trank him again and bring him back before he knows what happened and um you know there you go or leave him there leave i mean this is a good plan (laughs) this is a good plan there are islands there are still islands that do not have anybody living on them out there Drop it, you know, get some canned hamburgers. They make them, uh, you know, set them up there with about 30 years, you know, just to be safe, 30 years of canned hamburgers uh, and, last a, a month. and a hammer and a hammer so he can like open coconuts or something uh, <laughs> or, or bash his own brains. And oh, I didn't say, I didn't mean to say that. 
But no, this is a good plan, don't you think? I'm on to something I, I here. Do. I do. The only flaw was you picked right up on it. The only flaw was bringing them back. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 the only flaw. I, I'm so embarrassed, Joe, that I... I even, <laughs> well, you caught yourself. You caught I yourself. did, I did, but I'm, did. I'm, I'm a little ashamed of myself that, that I even <laughs> went that route. So, yeah, just leave him there in the theme park, and everybody will just think he's, you know, an animatronic thing. And they'll be like, how do, how do they get it to lean that way and stay up? Um, <laughs> yeah, like pizza. Yeah, oh my <laughs> god, it makes real shards. Um, so lifelike. Wait, they look realistic, don't they? Yeah, yeah, he says fake news all the time, too. Uh, but no, I think that's that's the best plan of action right there. And then... Uh, and then, uh, what do we do for pan- pants? <laughs> pants. <laughs> I just call them pants. <laughs> Mike Pants. Something there. What are we going to do with Mike Pants? You pull them off. Mike Pants. Oh, yeah, in front of a bunch of ladies, and then he'll resign because Mother wasn't around, and Nancy Pelosi will be president. There's our plan, everyone. All right, at places... It. Places, oh, please. I have it. Places. <laughs> I have it. I have it. We tranquilize them, and we put them on the set of uh, Queer Eye for the, fa- the Straight Guy. Oh. And he wakes and up he there. He would have a heart attack. He'll he never be clean. Yes. Right He'll yes. never be clean again. And he wakes up to they wakes he wakes up to them dressing him. Oh no! <laughs> and he realizes, Culinary. yeah, they put him in a leather thong. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Bobber is waiting to join us. We've gone over with this magnificent plan. Again, everybody take their places. This is happening. Give me the numbers of any deep White House insiders you might know. Uh, send me a private message. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, go to the break. When we get back, uh, we'll get Bobber on. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about that magnificent party with him. I'll get his thoughts, my, my karaoke Soul Brothers thoughts on the evening, and uh, then we'll start talking about the debates. So hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up tonight right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more. The Badabad. The Badabad. The Badabad. The Badabad. The Badabad. And now, on with the show. If I get the feeling you've been cheated. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is 
aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide. Looks like the rain has passed here, everyone. Uh, cats are happy. It's cooling down in here a little bit, and um, I'm good with that. And, of course, joining us uh, on the program, as always, the one and only Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Coromel Show. I have been heard there. I mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. Yes. A couple times. Uh, <laughs> a couple times, two, three, two, three. Yeah, two, three, whatever. Two, uh, three times. Yeah. Not as much as Mike Pants. <laughs> no. And uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, we put him on the set of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. And oh, I, I love a, it. He's a goner. That's, that that's a stroke, right? Perfect. There. That is perfect. Uh, stroke a genius. <laughs> uh, and of course, uh, also joining us uh, out of uh, Party City, USA, the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, Washington, D.C., Rain from Four Freedoms Blog. Welcome back. Mike Pants. Mike he Pants. Not be stroked. Uh, <laughs> or maybe we could just start calling him Underpants. <laughs> underpants. Uh, depends, depends undergarments. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Depends>. <laughs> oh, and I already wrote my clown car. Oh, oh well, there you go. Maybe you can tack on an, uh, just a, an addendum or uh, whatever. Oh, uh, so I went uh, all the different direction this week, but and well, you know, save it for down the road. It's fine. You know, I mean, that's yeah, you yeah. don't need anything special to call them, you know, un, uh, underpants. <laughs> So, yeah, <laughs> defense undergarments. Uh, and, of course, joining us on the program, uh, the, the uh, co-host of the Magnificent Beer and Barbecue Bash last weekend. Uh, again, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, Party City, Der Braumeister. It's Bobber, everybody. Hello, Bob. My karaoke hello, hello. brother, and my I, ca- karaoke I soul brother. Had- Go ahead. Yes. If I if I may just add, I'm tired of all this hot air coming out of Mike Pants. He needs to just zip it. Oh, Ooh. see, look at that. Uh, earning our first uh, first rim shot of the evening. Um, oh my yeah. god! You just said rim shot with yeah. Mike Pants. That would indicate that there was some kind of BDA involved. Hey, Mike, is that a Bible in your pocket, or you just happen to see me? Uh, <laughs> uh, is that is that your Deuteronomy? But Trump, Trump uses him like a prophylactic. He just shoves ISIS up his big dirty asshole. Sorry. <laughs> is that your Deuteronomy and your two two Corinthians hanging out? Yeah. Big dirty asshole. <laughs> if it was if it was Trump it'd be his tutor on me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Two Corinthians. Yeah. Just make sure I get all, all my bases covered. And this one time at Bandcamp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a great compilation. That was Bobber. That was bo- the genius uh, of, that Bobber, is Bobber. The compilation award of the yeah, year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, uh, but anyway, Bobber, I just want to commend you. I got to talk to Rain about this at length on, on Tuesday, but uh, you guys put on one hell of a party, and I'm I'm really I'm really honored to be your guys' friends and and the fact that you know you opened your home to us and uh, and everybody else and. It was just a goddamn blast. I, 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 seriously, I, I'm only putting it behind our 20th wedding anniversary party and our and our actual wedding uh, for for the the greatness of the party. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you better, or, or Susan's going to have something to say about it. <laughs> oh no! I mean, it's not, yeah, I mean. It, it was a, it, you know, uh, yeah, of course. I mean, she, I think she would probably say about the same, you know. I mean, yeah, there were parties in my youth that uh, uh, I went to that were fun, but, you know, it wasn't like this because, you know, it was like a great spread, uh, you know, really cool to sample uh, sample your home brews, really fun to, you know, get on the karaoke machine. Again, you, you and Kevin in D.C. and Michael, Francie's Michael, uh, you guys are my karaoke soul brothers. And um and man man we did justice to that poison song. <laughs> well you know you can't can't hardly screw it up make it any worse. Well right? no we we kind of did fuck it up a little bit. Uh, but the, the 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 best part of it is there's one point where there that it, in the video there's like your iconic bobber laugh and my iconic Kenny Pick laugh. Like back to back, and it was just, it was just like, I love that. That's perfect. We just needed Tim in there to add his laugh, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, I, let me tell you, it, it was, it was a lot of fun having you guys and having all the mooks and the, and the, the chat room people. And you know, the the reality is, a party is really only as good as the people that show up and then make it a party. You know, I mean, we we sort of set the stage, and then everybody else makes the party. You know, yeah, that's why. Well, you know, and you you set one hell of a stage, and I love the light show at the end, the lasers and everything. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh, maybe I was just seeing things. Maybe I was just next year. Well, next year, we'll we'll have a stage set up, you know, and then you know. What was in you? What you gave? What was what was that that you gave me, Scoopster? Uh, so <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, but no, it, it was great, and uh, and you know, this the, the food was awesome. Uh, uh, it was so it was so awesome too because Bobber knew I was looking forward to a burger, and he bre- and we was cooking stuff in waves. Um, you know, there was like, and we, we had a we had to restart the coals at one point because they they, they uh, we they kind of got spent. And so I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for burgers. And it, it was funny because Bobber comes down with his tray of burgers and he just like walks right up to me and holds it in front of me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, follow, I'm, I'm following you. So <laughs> I want to make sure you got one. Yeah. You know, I, because, well, you know, and like, cause I, I told everybody, it's like, I haven't had red meat or seafood for months. It's just been chicken, 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 chicken. And, uh, you know, and, and uh, knock on wood, so far so good. I haven't even taken my emergency pills, my gout emergency pills, oh, so I'm doing okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, you, you were out there helping saving the next round of colds when Heather was trying to cook the turkey burgers. Yeah, you know, I just dumped some on and 
Yeah, I, I don't. Did I or I, me and Bob? I think worked on that. I don't know. It was. I think it was mostly you. We were we were kind of buzzy then. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of buzzy pretty early on and maintained through the whole day. <laughs> I really, you know, that's the thing. I really wasn't that buzzed early, but by the time it, it hit like maybe nine o'clock, I was like, yeah, I'm 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 feeling pretty fucked up. <laughs> 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 and I maintained that until about two. And then of course I, I go I go back with the leftover crab in our cooler to the hotel and it's like three in the morning and I'm using the ice machine and it's so fucking loud. <laughs> and I'm like, God almighty, please nobody wake up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I did like eight buckets of ice and it was like <laughs> <you know? laughs> the walls are shaking. Yeah, Joe, Joe, this was this this one. Bob and I have thrown parties. This one was a bit on the like upper echelon of epic. Yeah, I mean we've had some that ran late, um, but this one, yeah, this one ran. I mean, this one just ran constantly, yeah, all the way to the to the very end. That was well, yeah, if, if you get me there I, and there's I karaoke, blame my sisters, I do. It, well, and if you get me there and there's karaoke, and you know, yeah. and of course I bring so my own sisters, karaoke. I won't shut up until, like, you know, I, I, I will be the energy that everybody needs yes. if it needs me. <laughs> this, this one, this one was, this well, was a party, people. And what was, was really party. cool is, is, is like, your cop. yard. Koch sister. Your yard. Yeah, I'm a cop. Well, yeah, I'll be a sister, but or the brother if you want. Um, but uh, but what was re- I think your yard is set up kind of perfectly for a party like that. You know, with with the the way you had the tent in the driveway with the picnic table and everything, and then the garage open for for all the food, and then you know you wander up the hill and there's seating up there and everything. It was really just it, it really just kind of is a perfect place to have a party like that. Hope your grass rebounds. Huh? I said, hope your lawn, your lawn, grass, <laughs> grass, what? your pants. Oh. I hope your pants rebounds. Your pants. So (laughs) we got to go get some more grass seed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know the thing is, is the grass. I think the 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 grass was already uh, on having problems before the the party, and that's because you know I I think we sort sort of told you that over the winter, you know, everything was was dead and all the topsoil washed off, and so it was just we were essentially spreading seed on, on clay. And mm-hmm. the stuff that took was the hardiest, but it's still, you know, isn't it's not really established yet. So we're having a few days of really hot, dry weather, you know, mm-hmm. it, it takes to really put a dent in it. Yeah, but you know, because I, I just remember, I think it was rain, or, or it was it one of you guys. I don't remember, but I was was standing like between the the uh you know like right in front of the house you know between where everybody was sitting at the top of the hill and where everybody was down there and one of you just looked down and was like eh. <laughs> i guess well i don't know what's gonna happen here uh but no it's uh, yeah. uh, it like me Ugh. Eh. Ugh. fucking grass uh, but no, I just I just wanted to tell you uh, while you were on the air, Bobber, that I, I I it was awesome. You know, the only my only regret from that night is that nobody filmed us singing "My Dingaling" by Chuck Berry. I know. <laughs> I think there were like thirty people singing "My Dingaling," and your neighbors are probably like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. Most of our neighbors are fine. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not worried about that. Oh, and your neighbor Kim was that? Is that her name? She had the Kim. brunette. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, she's a great singer. I guess she plays guitar too, and she was like, she was like, fucking doing great on songs that I'm like, wow, I wouldn't even chance that, you know. I mean, she huh. did Stairway to Heaven like a boss. I think Michael was helping with that. I was screaming in the background too. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah. So anyway, no. I'm it was, just gonna put it was this out there. We're gonna have the party again next year. Probably, I think that we should plan on having it the same weekend, and yeah. you all can get a hotel room. There are tons of hotel rooms in our area. And Best Western was awesome. Uh, I gotta say, it was clean, and you cannot beat the breakfast there. It's included. Just get there before ten. Because those ladies, I, I, those I, I ladies. I don't know about this one specifically, but um, I, I think almost all Best Westerns allow dogs. Oh, okay. Yes. And, and our party allows dogs. Our yeah, dog, yeah, right. our, our yard is dog friendly. Unless they're psycho dogs, then leave them at home. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just making up a rule for you guys. So <laughs> I'll, I'll stop now. <laughs> <laughs> I broke a rule when I was there, and fortunately, it didn't end in disaster. I was given uh, uh, Earl little bits of crab, and Bobber just casually said, yeah, we don't give them table scraps, and I was like, I'm sorry. (laughs) So I stopped. I'm just used to, you know, having, you know, being around people who have, all the people that have dogs around us, they're like, oh, yeah, they can eat whatever. So I'm just, you know, I I guess I take for granted that some dogs might have like a delicate uh you know and uh, we, you know we had a bad experience i think i told you we had a bad experience with duke when we took him to uh a particular party where we spent the night and he oh, yeah. ended up just evacuating himself on the kitchen floor so <laughs> yeah that was kizzy no that was duke oh what yep oh i'm talking about that uh the real ale at that bill and wendy's house Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. Well, I'm glad well, you told me. He himself from that other end. I'm glad you. Puked. I'm glad you told me because I probably would just been like whipping whole hot dogs at him. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I had so much fun with everybody. I mean, yeah. Sandy and and Megan and and just just everybody. The Mooks, Kevin, Kenny, Joe. You were so missed. And so, so many people brought so much good food, you know? Yeah. I mean, I was, I was a little concerned early on because I'm like, I'm watching all this food I'm cooking just disappearing, and I'm thinking, oh, this is never going to mm-hmm. last. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, with everyone else bringing stuff, it, it, it did. Oh, um, it, it I, was, yeah. I've, I've, was... Still got, I've still got Sandy's uh, chocolate gravy in the fridge. Chocolate yes. gravy. Chocolate now, gravy. Oh, wait. Now with our famous hot gravy. Yeah. Uh, and Psy Guy came with his wife. Um, and 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 his daughter. Oh my god! And his and his so chili awesome. and his white. Uh, he did a white uh, white chili with turkey and tomatillo. Yes. So it was nice yes. because it was right beside my my turkey or, or my turkey my chili, and you know it was nice because you know people were trying both, and um, it was it was really cool because they were very different. They were v- both very different. And uh, and I gotta say I gotta I I'm not sure, but your neighbor Adama, um, if I'm saying Adama. that right, yeah, um, I it, she was eating it, she, and I said I said I heard you like my chili, and she's like, oh no, it's really good, and I was like, yeah, that's venison and sweet corn. And she looked at me like maybe she didn't know what I meant by venison, 
I said, it's deer meat. <laughs> you know, because not everybody knows what you know what that is. So, yeah. uh, oh my God, Deba's in what? the chat room, everybody. What Holy is cow. what is going what is going on? Wait, what? Our, Deba is in the chat room. That's awesome. We love you, Deba. Welcome back. Deba, hi, baby. So yeah, that's exciting. So uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I'll see if she wants to call in on open phones when we uh, when we get to it. Um, but yeah, it was it was just a, an absolute hoot, and and again, a big honor for uh, you know. I'm just so glad that we were all we've all been able to become such good friends that we can you know. And I'm so glad I've gotten to meet all of you in person now. Um, now I just got to meet like Miles and Michelle. Um, I met Deba in person yes. before. You know, there's some people I met in person which I regret, but I won't mention their names. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Rain and Bob know who I'm talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, um, um, actually, I only met one of them in, in person. I think. No, oh shit! I don't. Who cares? Stop. Who cares? Shit. But no, it was it was really great. And, and I had so much fun, and I am so happy and so grateful and thankful that y'all came to the party. I really am because, I, you know, I've known so many of you online for so many years, and mm-hmm. I got to meet many, many more of you. You know, this this past weekend than I've met in the past. And the other thing is that I'm really happy you got to meet my family. Yeah. Because I've talked about them for so many years on this show. Mm-hmm. And so now y'all know I wasn't making that shit up. Oh, yeah. Craziest They're fuck. great. They're great. And your nephews are awesome. Um, uh, what, what's your older nephew's name? Gavin. Gavin, Gavin. So, yeah. yeah. My, He's really my cool. My little stoner brother. He looks... He looks... Brother? <laughs> Well, I mean, brother, like, you know, in, he's my nephew, but I yeah. mean, brother, like, you know, sister, brother. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, go on. He looks he looks almost identical to the cop that lives across the street. He's, like, in his, you know, mid to late 20s. Um, <sighs> he, he, I told him that. He's like, that's cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I love Matthew. He's awesome. Because it just reminded me of hanging out with, you know, one of my nephews, you know just talk to him and you know don't treat him like a a little kid you know just have fun with him you know so yeah matthew matthew is a kid who you talk to him talk to him like an adult yeah yeah as as i do with all kids but then you know of course we had fun and i gave him the the bolt after i played the practical joke on you (laughs) i'm like matthew i have a magical artifact for you (laughs) hold out your hands it's the lightning bolt my only regret is that uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to everybody. Yeah. You know, that there's yeah. a lot of, like, especially the people I hadn't met before, and I just didn't get a chance to talk to everybody. That's yeah. I, I got, uh, you know, I, I, I think I, you know, I spent a, a good time talking to most of the turnips um, and you guys, obviously, and, and Rain Sisters and, you know, nephews, brother in law, you know, all that. And uh, some of the beer people I talked to a little bit. Alan, I think I talked to uh, the most. Uh, mm-hmm. And his wife, or, well, the woman he was there with. I forget her name. Jude. Jude. Jude, that's right. That's Jude. right. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, I talked to Adama and her boys, you know, well, you know, the, the Derek, the, her older son, I didn't, you know, the little one was just like, yeah, I'm running around and having fun, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it was cool. Well, anyway, um, sorry, I, I kind of, uh, I guess we're going to have to talk about the debate in hour three. Um, <laughs> but uh, we should go to the break. And uh, and Joe, yeah, we, Susan and I definitely are down with maybe doing that. Uh, that uh, what was it? Um, what's the that big Brimfield? Uh, Mayfield, Brimfield, Antique. Brimfield, Brimfield, Brimfield. Yeah, the Brimfield Antique, Antique Show. I think Susan Street and I are going to make a, a road trip, a road trip in um, September to oh, see gosh. Joe and Barb. Yes, and we'll have to work out all the uh, logistics of that one. Yeah, and I think we'd have a lot of fun. Yeah, we're not looking for anything big, so don't worry. We're not going to fill your SUV with, you know, because uh, it has to fit in an Aveo to make it home. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, there's uh, there's big and small treasures there. Oh yeah, I'm not. Yeah, we have enough big shit. I'm. I only look for little shit now. So, and if uh, be- you buy the carousel horse, you could always have it shipped. <laughs> no, I'm not buying a carousel horse. May if I find a wall-mounted jukebox, a CD wall-mounted CD jukebox, I might. Um, but you uh, could very well find one there. I'm looking for one. I'm going to tell my buddy Mark, who's an antique dealer, to look out for one for me. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. Uh, do, and when we get back, we'll do some name calling and uh, open the phones and see who wants to call in. Deba, if you want to call in, I'll put the number in the chat. Uh, but anyway, we'll be right back uh, with more turn up th- Oh, and I, I, we don't have a green news report tonight, so I'm doing a double shot of Dracula's Magic Ring of Power with the trailer of for Dracula Has Risen from the Grave from 1969, just for fun. Uh, I don't know why Brad and Desi are off. I didn't see any kind of notice, but uh, no green news report from yesterday, so no green news report for us tonight. We'll be right back with more turn up tonight. Right after, eh, let's say, oh man, I want to play a different bumper. I always play the same ones. Uh, Let's play this one. I bring you a message, a message few of you will be able to believe, a message of great importance, a message I alone was able to read in the fires of the universe. But be not afraid, my friends. I also bring you the means with which to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Remember, bring your friends here. Come witness this 
never hold him. No door could ever bar his way. He is back from the dead. Count Dracula is alive. Risen from the grave, Dracula, the most fearsome name in any language, the most feared being ever to haunt the living. against him is futile. To know him is eternal damnation. Dracula has risen from the grave. This is Deva Kell from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Indie Media Weekly for those who dare. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Please, God, can we say goodbye to Chuck Todd? It's a, it's a little uh, poem Chris Christie wrote. Uh, oh, I think Deb has already gone from the chat room, but I play—I don't know if she's still listening or not, but uh, I played one of, her, one of the old bumpers of her uh, from the show, just for fun, for old time's sake. Um, but yeah, uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. Of course, joining us as always on uh, Fridays uh, and Tuesdays, Mr. Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hi there. <laughs> you doing your Wilbur <laughs> Ross impression? <laughs> no, that was that was Campbell Soup. That would be Campbell Soup. Scott has refused to put on the census the citizenship question. 
I, I choked that. I choked on an alphabet. You, you. When I not, poured the Campbell soup, alphabet soup, and not, always said, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, and of course, <laughs> it's you. I'm not racist. You're soupist. <laughs> and of course, Bobber. The court says, "Fuck you" is okay. <laughs> Yeah, and Bobber for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello, Bob. The Braumeister. Howdy, howdy. Your cider. Your cider. I choked in a D. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. A D? You mean a penis? Don't say penis in this house! Get out of my house! Anyway. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but yeah, uh, your cider is awesome, my friend. So. Yeah, I, this was a particularly good batch, I have to say. I'm pretty happy with how this, yeah. you know, it's always kind of a crapshoot because there's, there's not a whole lot you can do, you know. It's, mm-hmm. You just hope that the, the mix of apples, different types of apples in the juice is good. Yeah. And, you know, you just you just the acid level, you mm-hmm. put in the yeast, and you just hope that it turns out good. It almost and, had kind uh, of a was, nice little kind of champagne quality to it as well, which I like. So. Yeah, it was, I mean, I like it dry. I don't like it sweet, so. Yeah, yeah, good call. And last but not least, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble. You ready to do uh, uh, Be Our Girl Friday and do a little bit of name calling for us? I'm ready to be your girl Friday. All right. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. Yes. And oh, I got to do that. This oh, where's my biscuit? Oh my God, my biscuit strap isn't where it's supposed to be. I'll just uh, I'll play this one. The made from scratch fried bologna and Velveeta biscuit, new at Hardee's. All right, sorry, I'll have to I'll have to Somebody get that biscuit. Yeah, so I I moved I moved some files around, so I, I, I'm finding there's a few audio files that I cannot that are not in my cart that I'm replacing gradually. But anyway, Rain. Well, so, oh, the, I just the want to say, she's not in the chat room anymore, but thank you for coming and visiting Deba. We miss you very much. We do. We I do. do. I, I, I do. Yeah. I miss Deba. Um, so in our in our chat room tonight, we have Mr. Adam Hebert. We have Balua. We have Bobber DC. We have Clinster. We have Psy Guy. It was so nice meeting you, Psy Guy. Um, we have Francie. It was so nice seeing you again, Francie. And thank you for the very special present. Um... We have Heather, we have Kenny Pick, we have Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. See you tomorrow. We have Living on Long Island. We have Marnus. Hello, Joe. We miss hey, you. Hey, how you doing? We miss you, buddy. I missed you, too. We missed Michelle in South Florida, uh, Moon Mayor, President, myself, Sandy and Durwood, and Trojan Rabbit, and Tim Cormall. So I, I, I don't think I missed anybody. Tim Cormall? I hope I didn't. <laughs> I'm so sad. I got, to, I got to see so we we all got to see so many people on yeah. on Saturday. Did Tim laugh for you when he was there? That's yeah. the thing. Well, I foiled his like, I foiled his plan. Somehow uh, somehow I found I found out he was there. Somebody's like, oh Tim's over there, 
And he was like, oh, you know what, Kenny? I was going to walk up behind you and do my laugh. And it, it, but you saw me too soon. So I really wish that would have happened. So I'm, I'm sorry that didn't. So next time, Mr. Coriander, you sneak up on me and tell everybody, don't tell him. Um, <laughs> and I can't wait to make to uh, wait to meet that stud husband of yours. Um, my God, what oh, a good looking man, Ron, Ron. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, Ron wasn't at the party. No, but I got to see pictures. I got to see pictures of Ron. He looks like Rob Lowe. So he does. He's yeah. more handsome in person. Yeah. He's a really he's a really sweet guy. I really like Ron. I, I miss, yeah. miss yeah, him. Yeah, Ron is great. I've I never got coming to, coming to the parties. Yeah, he used to uh, tweet at us from time to time on uh uh well he used to tweet me and Debo all the time mm-hmm. speaking of which. Um uh but yeah, I've never gotten to talk to him in person or anything. So, uh but I would love to. That'd be great. And I can't wait till the uh well, uh I'm not, I don't know if Tim has announced any of this online, so I'm not going to. But Tim might possibly be, uh, well, will be eventually a little bit closer to us. So uh, we'll be able to go spend time with him and Ron. Susan and I will be able to make some uh, short road trips um, to, to see them. So it'll be fun. Uh, but, yes, I don't want to give you, any details because I don't know what Tim's given out uh, on the on the airwaves. I know. We should. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying he'll be closer to me. That's all. So, just like me, they long to be close to Kenny Pig. Close to you. <laughs> yeah, no. so full of myself. No, um, that wasn't on karaoke, was it? No, I think the correct, correct way is just like you. They long to be close to me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Every time. No. Uh. Uh. uh <clears throat> I used to make fun these of it. I used to twist the lyrics around. Walking. Oh yeah, these boots uh, had a presence there. I think it got that song might have gotten done twice or something. I don't know, but um, probably did. But yeah, so I'm not my sure. My voice so was so songs. bad that night. Oh my god. Oh it. Well yeah, and I kept making announcements for you too. But anyway, let, let's open up the phone lines three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. Let me put that in the chat room for everybody three three zero four three six. Uh, fourteen sixty six five three six. Oh, four three six. God, I, I've got it written down on the goddamn chalkboard. How am I going to mess it up? Three three zero five three six, fourteen sixty six is the number to call, or three three zero Ken the number one, goo, G O O. Uh, so yeah, please call in uh and talk about whatever's on your mind. We're good. So, um, but yeah, um. I, it, you know, I, but seriously, I just, and, and again, I want to impress upon anybody. Just like um, uh, at our anniversary party, karaoke Kenny's like, you got to get up here and sing if you want other people to sing. I'm like, I know, I know, I just got to make my rounds and everything. But that was me at your guys' party. I brought the karaoke machine. If you have a karaoke machine and you don't have the, the balls to go up and sing, or the ovaries to go up and sing the first song after you hook up the machine. You got no business owning a karaoke machine. So there it is. You just don't plug in and say do whatever. No, you gotta <laughs> you gotta handle that shit. So anyway, <laughs> Adam Hebert's on the line. Hey, buddy, how's it going? Oh, okay. I figured. Uh, 
I'm home early, so well, not early, early, but you know, I'm I, I only open today, so I figured I'd uh, give you guys a call and say hello from my new digs in Clarksville, Tennessee. Take the last train to Clarksville, and Clarksville. I'll meet you at the station. We didn't do any monkeys. Did anybody do any monkeys? Oh, somebody did no. Daydream Believer, didn't they? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Me. yeah. Well, I, think, I will say that. I think Michael I will did say that. this because. Go ahead. I'm planning on going to the party next year, assuming I'm on the list. The Yay! List. And I uh, I will say this, Kenny, if you will do me the honor, I would like to do the first song with you. I don't know what the song is going to be, but I, w- I would like to do karaoke with you. Oh, yeah. We'll do... Well, I got some Devo and shit like that. I know... Uh... Uh, wait, Cat says, did I completely miss name calling? Yes, you did, Cat. Hi, Cat. Um, Hi, Cat. It's all right. And Deba's back in the Why chat room. Deba's back in the chat Welcome room. Welcome back, hey, Deba. Oh, my God. So Hi, Deba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember meeting Deba at the Sexy Liberal Show in Chicago when I met you and you gave me that great big bear hug. Yeah. Um, and she is, she is an amazingly nice person. I will and say too that hug like was before the that that hug was before the Me Too movement, Adam. So I'm sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, I shouldn't uh, joke. That's a crass okay. well, joke. Well, I mean, That's I'm, pra- I'm practically an honorary pick at this point, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. I, I consider you like a, a little brother. I never had a little brother. I always wanted to have one. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we're going to be doing our first palate cleanser show on Sunday. So basically all nerd talk because mm-hmm. it gets old talking about the orange jackass in the White House. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'll say this. Joe has agreed to join us for the first part of the show to talk about the finale to Game of Thrones because people have some thoughts. I got and, the feels. Uh, I might have to I might have to do all three hours. I don't know. I'll let you guys know if I can. I, 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 I I mean, I, either way, you'll get your chance to to, to show you. I know you have thoughts. I'll get my pound of I flesh. <laughs> yeah, uh, you'll get your pound of flesh. All right. Or in my case, probably like ten, I could do with 10 pounds less. You know? uh, um, but, hey, um, I could do, brother. But anyway, um, so we're going to, you know, I'm, I'm still playing on what I want to do. I think I'm going to try and pull out a misinformation. And you guys can do, you know, if you guys have something in mind, uh, course but you know yeah. I, I just like that i feel this is a good good way to kind of just take a deep nerd breath and get ready for the next month of jackassery yeah next month well i know it's going to be a lot longer than a month but i'm saying that you know we're, we're taking it we're taking a nerd break for one show and then we'll tackle the next month yeah Assholery? Yeah, they've... Jackassery and assholery, I guess. Sure. Dirty assholery. Sure. Big dirty assholery. Big dirty assholery. Big dirt dirty assholery. And I'm going to tease this right now because... And this one time, at band camp, so. I stuck a flute in my... Big dirty asshole. Go ahead, tease it, Adam. Oh tease it. <laughs> oh All right. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna run my interview, my second interview, with Michael Sinternikoff, because remember in... 2017, I interviewed him and Stephanie Shea, and then I got to interview him again at AWA 2018, and you're going to get to hear him make sweet, sweet cookie 
mouth, cookie in mouth love to my microphone as he's eating Michelle's. <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome. So, do I have a that drop for cookies? Cut, so. I'm looking to see if I have a, a drop for cookies. Uh, oh yeah, here. I, I well, shit. I uh, I got this. It uh. smells like cookies. Yes, it does. Yes, it does, my friend. Yeah. If I ever get another interview with uh, Brina Palencia, we could always ask her to do a cookie themed gag instead of yeah. the biscuits one. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. That'd be good. So uh, uh, we we still have time, um, and we'll keep Adam on the line until we get another caller. But, um, Deba, uh, seriously, I want you to give us a call, uh, 330-536-1466. I'll put it in the chat room again. I, ju- I mean, just yeah, love, so to much, say, love to say hi to you. Uh, so much has happened. Yeah. yeah. I got a new garage. So. <laughs> I got, I, I got a new, I got a new home. Well, apartment. Yeah. Adam just moved, uh, Deba. And I still remember how to spell your yeah. name. So, well, it, it helps that it's, you know, I, I would never ha- forget how to spell it, but I guess it's, you know, it is there in her handle in the chat room. So, uh, <laughs> oh, Dev is not going to call. She says, yeah, nope. I, I said it earlier and she responded NFW. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. So, yeah, it's, I still it's have her phone number. I still have her phone number. I'm going to call her. I'm kidding. I'm just happy I'm to, to, to see her again. I, I do. Me I, too. Miss, I miss you, hon. I miss you too. I mean, uh, I, 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 I will. Do. I miss. I miss yes. doing the shows with her. I will say, and I miss I, her putting me on the call list. She used to put me on the call list. She say, Joe, you wanna, you wanna be on reverse calling next week? And yeah. Say, yeah. Sure. Why yeah. Not? Yeah. So, uh, but, but I'm, no. I'm just, I'm just happy that she's yeah. touching base with us all again. No, I appreciate that, that, that because just, just that it's that simple and it's, that makes me happy. Yeah, And, and, you know, there's, there's, I, I will say this, like there, uh, there are former co-hosts of this show that, um, I've made known. I didn't never want to return to my, my, you know, to return my way, They've but Deba is, Deba is not one of those people. Uh, Deba, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, she, she left the show on good terms and, you know, we, we, uh, it was just, you know, she needed to make a change and, uh, it's fine, you know, and, and, uh, and I respect her for that. And, uh, but you know, I'm not going to lie. I do miss, miss you, Deba. So, um, let, you know, drop me a line. I don't know if you're still, uh, uh out there on the uh interwebs on social media or anything but i'll give you um i'll give you my new email and you can drop me a line if you want so uh but adam uh what else is going on with you how's how's the the apartment you feeling like you're uh feeling a little more like home yep i'm still then you're still getting uh put together but uh yeah i mean i'm getting used to being in clarksville um i i've got you know uh, you know, most of my coworkers okay. I kind of had a little issue with one of them today, but nothing that can't wasn't fixed. And uh, no, I'm I'm really enjoying Clarksville. And I'm gonna yeah. my little sister Nicole. She's in Birmingham, three hours away. And I guess the cafe she the Starbucks she works at is gonna shut down for a bit. So I figured I'd see if she might want to come visit while she has nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. That might that would be nice. Are you meeting new friends there? Uh, I haven't had a chance to get out much and be social. Um, it's only three three work, weeks now, know, right? 
I'm sorry? I said it's only three weeks now, right? Uh, yes, it's three weeks. Uh, so, you know, I, it's, it's, it's just, it's, I'm busy. <laughs> I, I still have to find a new doctor because, of course, you know, I have to see a doctor every month for my rhythm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, check out some clinics, uh, you know, around there, uh, because, you know, we, we, we use a clinic that's like in walking distance from us. So, you know, wherever you can, but you know, wherever you can find one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm happy for it. Did your new, uh, new desk chair come in? Yes, it did. And I am enjoying it a lot. Easy I to assemble? Together while I was doing, yeah, it was pretty easy to assemble. I mean, uh. I kind of did some stuff in the wrong order, but it was easy to fix. Yeah, I always do that shit. <laughs> you see, Adam, that's why they have directions. <laughs> well, yeah, I followed... Oh, come on, remember, I, I ADHD kid. But no, yeah. um, I mean, I, I I knew for... When I found, when I realized there was no way my office chair was coming with us, I was like, uh, you know, because I spent about 120 on my last one, and... The gas cylinder, well, I spent 200 on one and the gas cylinder failed. And then I spent, and then the one I got from Walmart that was supposed to be rated for like 400, uh, the gas cylinder, yeah, give me some problems. And I figured, you know, one, you know, I, you know, what I paid for this, I, I, I feel like it was worth it. Yeah. So yeah. I got my new chair and, um, That's cool. So, uh, it, it, any of you guys? Uh, it looks like we're not going to get any other calls. Any of you guys have a, any other questions for Adam about? Go I ahead. Have a question for Adam. Adam. Yes. Your chair. What do you have under it? A plastic or a glass gl glider? Uh, carpet. I, I, I mean, is there? Am I supposed to answer that in a specific way? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, because whatever you answer tells me something about you. Oh. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Uh -oh. I'm only kidding. No, but I, I, I had a plastic one uh, all my, uh, my office years, and uh, I think the glass ones are better. I have, hard I, you know, I have hardwood floor in my I found a glass one that wasn't, super, that wasn't super expensive, I'd probably try it. Um, but... I didn't know that anyway, you could put glass under on top of carpet. And glass. It's it's a uh, plexiglass. Oh. They sell them on XM Radio. You get them in some office stores. Okay. Uh, you just said glass. I was like glass. Well, glass. plexiglass. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen the like the, the the mats that you put down. Yeah, the mats are kind of tough because you know they they're kind of flexible, and if you put them on a carpet even like the industrial carpet we had in our office it just sort of crinkles up Sinks and actually a bit. yeah yeah but the the glass ones are better although you have to watch when you push away because uh, you go flying you go oh, flying. Yeah, right i've <laughs> gone out of my office through the door and into the hallway you'll end up in harrisburg so that's where i was <laughs> oh you were well, a lot of the time, yeah. Well, what the hell? What the hell? Oh, that's you used yeah. to work in Harrisburg. Oh, yeah, you used to work in the Capitol, right? Uh, we depending on the day, yeah. Depends. Well, depending on the was here in, depending well, on the day. My my, my, my our call Sorry. center was here in Scranton. Yeah, but our uh, 
I had, but uh, I had a lot of business, and I had to go to Harrisburg quite often. Yeah. Yes. So okay. yeah, I spent right. a lot of time there. Yeah. yeah, right, right there at the L and I building and Seventh and Forster Street. Well, I tell you what, uh, Adam, we're gonna we're gonna let you go, but I will talk to you on Sunday. Um, glad everything seems to be working out pretty good, and I'm um, looking forward to the 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 all nerd talk. I'll let you know if I can do all three hours. Uh, but Joe, thanks for pitching in. That'll be fun. And uh, and Deba, if you didn't see it in the chat room. Text me your number because I washed my last cell phone and the SIM card <laughs> got ruined. So I lo- I've been I've been slowly be- rebuilding contacts. I got a text message the uh, a, te- a text message because everybody says I got a text message the other day. I got a text the other day from my buddy Pete Wildman from um, one of the bands I used to be in. Who you know that's where I won the chili cookoff. Um, at his party, oh, the chili. Yeah, and um, and I'm so glad everybody liked it. It got it got pretty much decimated. Uh, you know, there was last I looked at it, there was only a scoop left. Did, was that crock pot empty, or was there still a little bit of crusty chili in the bottom of when you guys cleaned there up? There was a little crusty chili in it, but it was pretty much killed. Nice, nice. Um, but yeah, but so Deba, text me if you still have my number. Text me yours and just say, "Hey, it's Deba," and I'll add it in, and then uh, I'll give you a call uh, soon. So um, maybe from the road tomorrow when I'm going down to see Kenny Pick Senior. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, do that. Anybody who, uh, yeah, well, anybody who has my number, just text me anyway. Whatever, send me a text message. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, Adam, uh, I'll talk to you on Sunday. Have a great night. Yes, have a good night, everyone. And Rain, Bob, I'm looking forward to playing fetch with the dog next year. Nice. Oh, also, hey, also, Adam, another thing, too. If you bring your own lyrics for Weird Al renditions of popular songs, I have Lola. You could do Yoda. Huh. So, you that know. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, there you go. So, all right, brother. Um, I'll talk to you uh, on Sunday. Probably, t- I'll, I'll I'll touch base with you tomorrow too. But uh, have a great night, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a good night, everyone. Talk to you soon. All right. Good night, all right. Adam. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Uh, oop. Sorry. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> anyway uh it is break time when we come back we're gonna touch upon the debates uh we'll probably have time for one mad lib but that's about it uh so anywho uh let's go ahead and hit that break and we'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this turn up the night with kenny pick boy that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass isn't it what what kind of radio station is this kennypick.com Come on down to Used Foods Emporium. Thanks to President Kane, all of our used foods are now 100% tax-free. This week's specials are assorted sun-dried mammals, only 99 cents a pound. You can't resist that crunchy goodness. Be sure to visit the produce department for fresh found fruit from neighboring grocery store dumpsters. We have the softest apples in town. That's a fact. While you're at Used Foods Emporium, stop by the hot used foods table for a wide variety of body temperature dishes freshly eliminated and regurgitated by our friendly staff all the live long day. And don't forget, all of our used foods are 100% tax free. This week, kids get free ABC gum with a purchase of $20 or more. 
Used Foods Emporium, now with 999 convenient locations. And now, on with the show. Please, God, can we say goodbye to Chuck Todd? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And this show is brought to you by National Bohemian First Brewed 1885. Oh boy, what a beer. Live pleasantly. Not a sponsor, but I brought back a 30-pack, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I actually uh, just pulled a couple. Uh, they're warm, so I pulled them out of the freezer. They were warm. Uh, now they're nice and cold, and I'll tell you what, Bobber, if I had, and of course, welcome back, Bobber for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, Party City, USA. Um, if it hadn't, if, if I had just drank your beer at your party... I would have been down for the count at five o'clock. <laughs> um, and, uh, but, but fortunately mixing it up and sampling all of your different wares and fares and whatnot it, but Natty Bo kept me going. Uh, you know, that was like my f- party fuel for the night because I know there was a 30 pack in my cooler when we got there and there were about four when we got back to the hotel room. I know I was sharing with people, but, um, and I know you said, Bob, or you, you were like, I don't even know how many beers I drank. Yeah. I'm right there with you. (laughs) But I also, I also mixed it up a little bit. I I made myself a margarita at one point. Oh yeah. Um, So, so yeah, you, you, you just switch between high content, uh, High alcohol content beer to stuff with tequila in it, <laughs> so, <laughs> where I'm drinking a 3.5 or whatever. <laughs> you know? uh, but yeah, Natty Bo, I, I love this stuff, and you guys know I'm a cheap beer freak, so you know, you'll you'll you'll. Let I have learn. to say it, it is it is a good it's a good beer for for what it is. You know, it doesn't yeah. have any off flavors. It's it's a little on the sweet side for my taste, but mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's a it's a clean beer, you know, it's You is, see, I like it because it tastes kind of like PBR, but it doesn't have that real sickeningly sweet taste that PBR has. Mhm. You know, it, it's almost like a, kind of a cross between like like maybe like Miller High Life and PBR or something like that. You know, so, something in that that ballpark. So, or but it's it it's good be cheap beer. Just natty bow. Natty bow. I still have to have on its own. I still have to have a botini. I haven't Jesus had a botini yet. You got to rim rim a cold glass with uh, Old Bay and fill it with National <laughs> Bohemian. No. So no, no. I'm gonna do it, Rain. You can't stop me. 
I can't. I can't. He's my brother now. Yeah. I can't. Uh-huh. You have to support me in all my endeavors. <laughs> I mean, me, me saying no to Ken at this point is like me saying no to my sisters, Nissa and Heather. God See? damn it. Yeah. So yeah, they it, are they are bossy, bossy women. But, you know, in a good way, though, uh, you know, and it, it was so cool, too, because it was so fun because, like, when, you know, I went over on Friday to drop everything off, I we, you know, I was talking to Nissa, and you were like, oh, you got to talk to Nissa about venison. And, of course, welcome back, Rain from Four Freedoms Log, Washington, D.C. Hi, guys. Because she knows, uh, you're like, she knows good venison and bad venison. So I fried it up in that skillet that had the bacon grease in it with some green peppers and some of your spices. And I'm like, Nissa, Nissa, come try this. And she tried it. She's like, okay, that's good. So, yeah. It, and, uh, yeah, not gamey at all. So hats off to my coworker, Maddie um for providing me with that that two pounds that was that was probably one of the meatiest chilies i've made in a long time because uh you guys your your crock pot's a little smaller than mine so i put a like almost three three pounds of meat in it because there was that butterfly chop that was in there the 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 venison tenderloin that i put in the night before and then two pounds of of uh venison burger so Oh, yeah, it was good. I liked. It. I made a chili dog too. Bobber, did you get to make a chili dog with it? I never did. No, because the hot dogs <sighs> disappeared before I had a chance to have one. Ah, because you were. I, I told you I was like, yeah, I made a chili dog with it. And You're like, oh, a chili dog. I should have thought of that. So, <laughs> <laughs> and somebody brought smoky cheese, and I put the smoky cheese on it too. Oh, so good. Uh, but and of All course, right, so here's here's yeah. the deal. I'm already planning on doing the party that week. Next year, what is it? The third week in June, babe, Bob. Thereabouts, sure. Yeah, so year in advance. Boom. Wait, what? What? What are people yucking me about in the chat room? I think Nash- they're yucking about the the the, the venison. Beer? The beer or the venison? What are you yucking me about? You monsters! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. Uh, and of course, Joe yep. Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Uh, welcome back to you, sir, as well. Oh, I'm just a dull old man here. Oh, Joe! No, you're not. <laughs> you're not dull. You're Lassie oh, boy. Yeah. Lassie boy. Oh yeah, yeah. I am. Uh, we are the dullest couple you'll ever run into. That's no. horseshit. That is oh, yes, utter horseshit. No, it's not. It's true. It is absolutely. True. I had such a gr- Susan and I had such a great time hanging out with you at that well uh, the bar in the hotel where you guys were staying here in Cleveland. We had a Acting. great night. That was so Acting. much fun. <laughs> no acting. Acting. Yes. So. <laughs> no. no, I mean we, we we if we came to we don't drink. That's fine. You don't have to. There were a uh, lot of non-drinkers there. And so you, you can watch everyone else get progressively stupider. I, I did that through my whole college years. <laughs> and, and you know what? Depending on our best and Western, you can bring Sharky. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't want Sharky there. First of all, he would steal all the beer. <laughs> he would take all the bottles. Brilliant! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Sorry, I was playing the acting drop for you. Anything he can get acting, uh, anything he can get in his mouth, he will steal and run away with. Oh. So one by one, all your bottles would disappear. Then the glasses, then your forks and spoons, then your paper plates. Probably the food first. Oh, I think they're yucking the botini. That's what they're yucking. Come on, it's just uh, like putting I think salt. So too. Come on, it's a botini. 
Don't yuck anybody's taste. You know, there there is something that I find interesting. I was botini shamed. I was botini shamed. Evidently, oh. <laughs> you can mix the natty bow with the clamato and and um the oh, old yeah. bay. Oh, uh, see, is that like a Maryland ch- anti botiniites? What do you call it? Chalada? Uh, yeah, chalada or chalada or yeah, something like that. <laughs> I would do that for a hangover. That might be fun. I don't get hangovers. <sighs> well, I, I d- actually I did last Sunday. <laughs> Fra- I, I when Fra- Francie Fran- looked at me on, on Sunday at breakfast and she's like, you look like your eyes are going to fall out of your head. I can totally hear her saying that, too. And I kind of looked at her like, uh, yeah. And you're right. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Francie, because I might have been a little terse after you said that to me, but you were right. <laughs> but no, we, we had a fun time at breakfast. So when with the pancake machine that poops out the pancakes. Anyway. Poops out the pancakes. Shard <laughs> pancakes? Wow. Well, somebody fed it pancake juice in its mouth and then it pooped it out hot pancakes out of its butt. So that's how it goes. That's the laws of physics. <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> breakfast <laughs> physics. Breakfast. Continental breakfast physics. Um, so anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get to the debate because uh, there were some master debaters last night, folks. Uh, and the night can't, before. Can't get enough. I didn't get any from the night before. That's fine. Um, uh, it, because. I said I wasn't going to watch any of this stuff, and I didn't watch any of it live. I watched it after the fact, <clears throat> and there were some interesting things. But I want to call out bullshit. I'm really fucking angry and disappointed uh, because I have a lot of respect for this man. But after last night's performance, Eric Swalwell, what the fuck were you thinking? What the living fuck were you thinking about an ageist attack against Joe Biden? You can go against him on on policy, excuse me, as uh, uh, Kamala Harris did, and you can call him out on that, but this bullshit from Swalwell, just... Uh, thank you for doing the Republicans' work for us, uh, for you know, for them. Good job, Eric. What a seriously! What a fucking dope for for doing this. I, I you know every time I hear this guy talk, I love him. But this was just like, who the fuck are you, man? Many Americans are worried that things like self-driving cars, robots, drones, artificial intelligence will cost them their jobs. What would you do to help people get the skills they need to adapt to this new world? We must always be a country where technology creates more jobs than it displaces. And I've seen the anxiety across America where the manufacturing floors go from 1,000 to 100 to 1. So we have to modernize our schools, value the teachers who prepare our kids, wipe the student debt from any teacher that goes into a community that needs it, invest in America's communities, especially where places where the best exports are people who move away to get skills. But Jose... I was six years old when a presidential candidate came to the California Here Democratic we go. Convention and said, it's time to pass the torch to a new generation of Americans. 
That candidate was then-Senator Joe Biden. Joe Biden was right when he said it was time to pass the torch to a new generation of Americans 32 years ago. He's still right today. If we're going to solve the issues of automation, pass the torch. If we're going to solve the issues of climate chaos, pass the torch. If we're going to solve the issue of student loan debt, pass the torch. If we're going to end gun violence for families who are fearful of sending their kids to school, pass the torch. Vice President, would you like to sing a torch song? I would. (laughs) I'm still holding on to that torch. Um, and, and I have more from Biden here in a second, but what the fuck was he thinking by saying that? First of all, somebody, uh, somebody uh, uh, who is in their in their sixties, seventies, whatever, uh, they're not capable of solving these these problems. That is such a narrow minded, bigoted thing to say. I don't care what you think about Joe Biden or Bernie Sanders or anybody you know who's who's a boomer, whatever. Don't fucking disregard them like that. That's like saying, you know what? There's man things that need to be done, little lady. You need to step aside. Well, the men can do this. Thank you. That's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, but Joe, you were going to say something. Uh, First of all. I don't know when Joe Biden said that because that's that was part of John F. Kennedy's inaugural speech. Mm. Okay, that is a famous line from his inaugural speech that the new generation, the torch has been passed to a new generation of Americans born in this century. That was the last century. Okay. Yeah. And that was that was in in his inaugural address. So if Swalwell is going to quote somebody, he should get the quote right. No, I don't know if. Well, I have you know, uh, here, here's the audio. This is well, 19 said this is 6 years old, so he didn't even hear it. This well, is No, he was 6 years old when he heard Biden say Biden said. And I it, it, Biden said it in 88, July 17th, 1980. I actually have the clip of Biden saying it, but finish your thought and I'll I'll play the, that clip. But the original the original uh, torch has been passed was 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 from John F Kennedy and that could be said and he was saying it because he was the first president born in the 20th century. Mm-hmm. He was born in 1918. So he was he he was the first president born in the in the 1900s and uh, in the 20th century. But um, it happens it happens all the time. But that doesn't mean that because you're in your 70s, like me. Uh, you know, you, you don't have anything to contribute. I think that was a, just a low, a bigoted response, unnecessary. Yeah. yeah. Well, and this is in context. This is what Biden said in 1988. Sounds corny, but remember how you used to feel. Remember how you felt when you heard, "Let the word go forth from this time and place," that the torch has been passed, passed to a new generation of Americans, a generation born of, new and on. Remember how you felt when you heard the man say, I have a dream that one day the son of the slave and the son of the slaveholder will sit down at the table of brotherhood? So anyway, there it was, uh, kind of in context for the whole thing. But um, yeah, and he was quoting from famous speeches. Yeah, exactly. Kennedy's inaugural and, uh, you know, Martin Luther King. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Bobber, you were going to uh, jump in there, too. Go ahead. Um. And was I? I, I? I kind of lost my train of thought of whatever I was going to okay. say. 
You want to pass? Uh, would you like to pass um, the torch to Rain, and then, <laughs> then come, we'll come back to you? Well, I will. I will say that he didn't really have much to. He, he's like there. There's like half the the both nights. Half the candidates up there had no business being there. Yeah. Uh, and no. they they did, and they showed it, and he yeah. showed it uh, by taking a cheap shot. And be honest with you, I know Biden his he he put his own foot in his own mouth plenty of times. He didn't need anybody any help with that. No, but uh, that that was a cheap shot. Well, and and he didn't. You know, I mean, what did what did Swalwell do there? He basically just said he might as well just call him Sleepy Joe. He did yeah. Trump. He did yeah. Trump's work for him there. Rain, mm-hmm. why don't you mm-hmm. uh, uh, jump in there? I I think that. I think, quite honestly, that what Swalwell did was he decided to, like, put all of his testosterone out there. And it didn't look pretty at all. No. There was no reason for him to attack Joe Biden in that way. There was no reason for him to do that at all. Um, and, it was and, pathetic. And I'd like to talk about this if we have time. Talk about this a little bit more later. Um he, he went after Joe Biden in a way where I felt very protective of Joe Biden. And I still feel very protective of Joe Biden because he's Uncle Joe. Yeah. Um, Joe, he later on screwed up badly in this debate. Yeah, for, we'll, for we'll get to that to go for after sure. Him, for, for Swalwell to go after him the way that he did, that that's not cool. That's not cool. It was ageist. And it made it made Eric Swalwell look kind of like a jerk. Made him look yeah, very really small. He, he very wasn't small. going after Biden. He wasn't going after Biden on on policy or or, or past uh, or or, or uh, things he's done. You know, did in the Senate or as vice president. He just went after him because of his age. And yeah, he it. might as well have just said, "Hey, shut up, old man." I mean, it's why didn't he do that time. with Bernie? He didn't do that to Bernie. I mean, I didn't like yeah. it. It was ageist. It was yeah. just ageist. And and you know, Eric Swalwell needs to he needs to take a seat. He doesn't really, <clears throat> in my opinion. Uh, fine, he was up there on that stage, but you know what, dude? What you did is nasty. It's mean. It was mean. It was. It was. It was bullying. Really, it was bigoted bullying. <clears throat> and you know, I I it was just disrespectful. I never expected that from him because he seems like such a reasonable, compassionate, decent Democrat who, mm-hmm. who's every time I've seen him, uh, I've seen him up to this point, I don't understand how he got so fucking mean and spirited. That well, was just you. ugly. Said, I think it's desperation. Yeah. yeah. I think this is why I'm, I'm such a critic of these debates to begin with. Mm-hmm. They should not be happening. There should be no debates until next year. The earliest I could, I would concede to have a debate is before the Iowa caucuses, mm-hmm. and probably not even then. Probably yeah. later on when when the field is 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 whittled down, because this is what happens: twenty five people, of which twenty shouldn't even be talking about running for president, are trying to get their fifteen minutes of fame, and are taking desperate pot shots at what they perceive as as the people in their way. And all, all it is, and I told you this in the in the production chat, it's a breeding ground for sound bites for the yeah. GOP next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all it is. Well, I'm, uh, I'm kind of le- mixed about it. I'm kind of mixed about yeah. what you're saying, Joe. 
and we, I, I we, do feel I yeah. do feel that um, now's the time to really thin the herd. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially after last night. Um, so after after that, Biden actually did respond, and we really kind of have to just keep trucking through these chain of events here. Um, but uh, Biden had a, a, a greater response, and he, he tripped up a little bit, but I think it was a solid response. And then it fucking devolved into madness. Oh, it was so stupid. And just so just so everybody knows, since I'm the uh, the only um, 48 year old here, I think I should be able to talk about everything 48 year olds do. Buttigieg fucking stepped in it too at the end of this, and so did Bernie. Yeah, you know, like yeah, oh yeah. well, as part of Joe's generation, you know, and and then you know, oh, as the youngest person on stage, oh, shut the fuck up. You know, I mean, seriously, that just pissed me off. It's like, you guys are going to be this superficial, and we'll get to who bailed out the whole thing, but listen to this nonsense. I want to make it clear to you, look, not the Joe. the matter is, we have to do is... Joe's not the nonsense. The nonsense at the end of Joe. Make sure that everybody is prepared better to go on to educate for an education. The fact is that that's why I propose us focusing on schools that are in distress. That's why I think we should triple the amount of money we spend for Title I schools. That's why I think we should have universal pre-K. That's why I think every single person who graduates from high school, 65 out of 100 now, need something beyond high school. And we should provide for them to be able to get that education. That's why there's should be free community college, cutting in half the cost of college. That's why we should be in a position where we do not have anyone have to pay back a student debt when they get out. They're making less than $25,000 a year. Their debt is frozen, no interest payment until they get beyond that. We can't put people in a position where they aren't able to go on and move on. And so, folks, there's a lot we can do, but we have to make continuing education available for everyone so that everyone can compete in the 21st century. We're not doing that now. Senator Sanders. As the, youngest, as the youngest guy on the stage, I feel like I probably ought to contribute. Shut up. As part of Joe's generation. I'm all Joe's generation. Let me respond. The issue, if I may say, is not generational. Please, please. The issue is generational. Who has the guts to take on Wall Street, to take on the fossil fuel industry, to take on the big money interests who have unbelievable influence over the economic and political life of this Shut country. These issues that have been better issue. Senator Harris, Mary Senator Harris, Harris. I'm so sorry. We will allow all of you to speak. Senator Harris. Senator Harris. We will let you all speak. Oh my percent of that vote. I didn't get 1% of the time and I want it back. I want my time back. This, we deserve better than that. Yelling. Yeah. 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 This is this is what we want. This is what we want. We want we want ten people on a stage screaming and yelling, making ourselves look like assholes. Joe, can I I, I gotta say this. I really wanna say this. It's not ten people yelling. It's a bunch of men yelling. Yeah. Uh, the the thing is uh, And I mean this. I mean this sincerely. I, I know, but the point is, there's. This is all unnecessary, because if if we just wait it until January, you know, after the holidays, have debates, half of these we, people won't even be. We still proud. have. We'd still have men yelling. Well, you'll always have. There's men yelling. there's a problem with that. This is a problem too. You won't have as many men yelling. 
well, maybe we should have more women up there. Well, that's up to women to run. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. All my top tier people are women. I, I you Same know, here. Uh, you, you know, that's that's the way uh, the way I look at it. But but uh, all I'm saying is, this June debates June before the election year is ridiculous. Yeah, it only serves the purposes of of exposing us as, as idiots and, for, and and giving sound bites to Republicans, and well, there's no need for it at all. Let's, or uh, maybe uh, men could not yell. Uh, yeah, we could have a proper debate and this, not this have is, men yelling. It's not only men yelling, Rain. It's 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 more than that. It's 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 the media spectacle. They made a media spectacle out of this. Okay. Uh, the, the, you know, countdown clocks and everything. The, the goddamn thing is 18 months away, 15 months away. When when it comes time to vote, if there's a, the Iowa caucus, have have the debate the week before the Iowa caucus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a debate before the North Carolina. Have the debate before Pennsylvania. Yeah. But this is ridiculous. It is. This it is. is. And we got to trying to extend. Yeah, and I, I got to move yeah, along because we're we're at the bottom the of the hour, and I have another bit of audio I need to play that. Thankfully, when the men were done yelling, Kamala Harris came in and had one of the best fucking lines of the night. Yes. So here we go. After all that, this is right after that shit show we just listened to. Here's Kamala Harris coming in cool, collected, and um, and, and, and just so strong. And I love her. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to come out too early for who I support. But I'm telling you what, I've had a great feeling about Kamala Harris since day one of her announcing. And I've been following her pretty closely. And uh, she came out and she said this. Because I think I want to see her on that debate stage with Trump. Shit, I, I'm giving too much away. I'm sorry. I'm I'm all in for it's Harris. Okay. I'm all in for Harris at this point. Sorry, guys. I'll fall in line if I need to. But for the, for right now, I'm telling you what. I want Harris. I want her. I want her. Senator Harris. You can't afford to wait for evolution on these issues. Hey, guys, you know what? America does not want to witness a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on their table. Oh. You know what that was? You know what that was? That was Rex Quando. Okay, watch this. I'm just gonna break the Rex wrist walk away. <laughs> the wrist walk away. I'm sorry. That sounded dirty too when I said I want her. I'm sorry. I, I I'm. <laughs> That's okay. I, I you know I, I, I I'm I wanted, I'm uh, I'm feeling very uh, strongly about uh, Harris, and I've felt very strongly about her for months now. I haven't really said it, and again, I'm not ruling anybody out well now i'm ruling some people out <laughs> and we'll get to that after the break <laughs> not you but, tulsi not you uh, tulsi yeah yeah you know mm. i yeah and williamson isn't gonna get my vote yeah, Mary, not you yeah. moonflower oh my god no she's not well Mike's and what about the guy who's like our, the amy klobuchar who's that new guy who, who said he, he was gonna give every american a thousand dollars a month and then they asked him about it he's like i'm sorry what <laughs> yeah, Andrea. Did I say yeah. that? Not Did, me. Uh, we? Oh my God! You added it up. What? <laughs> you know. Uh, you, you, yeah. that? You, you quoting me? What? Huh? Do what now? Uh, but yeah. Well, so anyway, we're we're gonna go to the break. When we, we, when that, we come back, we have from more break, from. I'd like to talk if if we can. I'd like to talk a little bit about Kamala because I do have. Some well, we have we have. Uh, uh, we're gonna get thoughts. to some audio of the the big story from last night, 
of Harris versus Biden and some other stuff. But uh, we're going to have to keep it, uh, you know, uh, pretty, pretty succinct. So, you know, gather your thoughts. We'll take a, a shortish break right here. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to uh, The List by Bobber. Uh, got it all queued up and everything. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. The Night with Kenny Pick.
You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mic Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mic Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Twice and welcome. And thank you to all the other people out there in the chat room. What a magnificent chat room we have for Friday night. And, of course, welcome back to Deba. And I, Saigai, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if Saigai is still out there, but... Saiga, it was a real pleasure to meet you, my friend, and uh, your chili was awesome. Your chili was really good. Uh, and we both brought our award-winning chilies to your guys' party, so that's good. But let me not go too off the rails. Let's go ahead and jump right back into things. Uh, the big newsmaker from the debate last night was the interaction between Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And um, it, this has been a big story about Joe Biden talking about doing outreach with people who are racists, to put it nicely. And uh, it was um, it was uh, it, it was it was tough. It was tough to, to listen to because I have a deep affection for Joe Biden. But when this hard truth hit, especially from Kamala Harris, who, uh, you know, has a history with, uh, you know, segregation and, and busing and, and all of the ugliness that should have been taken care of well before she was, a, a you know, a little kid, it wasn't. And... Um, Let's go ahead and uh, listen to that. This is, uh, um, I think this might be from Colbert, actually, because, Joe, you kind of pointed me in the direction of this. And uh, yes. it was, um, it, you know, so there's a little bit of yucks in here. But for the most part, I think Colbert was pretty, pretty respectful of this entire interaction. I do not believe you are a racist. And I agree with you 
when you commit yourself to the importance of finding common ground. But I also believe, and it's personal, and it, I was actually very, it was hurtful to hear you talk about the reputations of two United States senators who built their reputations and career on the segregation of race in this country. And it was not only that, but you also worked with them to oppose busing. There was a little girl in California who was part of the second class to integrate her public schools. And she was bused to school every day. And that little girl was me. I believe Harris on busing because she clearly just took Biden to school. <laughs> and Harris, a very emotional moment. Yeah. That was heavy. And Harris did not let up. But yeah. Vice President Biden, do you agree today? Do you agree today? that you were wrong to oppose busing in America then. No, Do you agree? I did not oppose busing in America. What I opposed is busing ordered by the Department of Education. That's what I opposed. Well, I there did was not a oppose. failure of, of states to, to integrate no, public schools in America. I was part of the second the, class to integrate Berkeley, but, California public schools almost two decades after Brown v. Board of Education. Because your city council made that decision. It was a so local decision. So that's where the federal government must stay. I hope they took dental photographs of Biden before this debate because they're going to need a reference to put his teeth back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was powerful stuff. Um, yep. And, uh, you know, uh, 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 for me, I for me say, as somebody, uh, go ahead, Bobber. Uh, you know, here's the thing. This is something that Biden should have seen coming I mean, way ahead of time. Yeah. He should have had an easy answer, ready to go, and he didn't. He just completely fumbled this. Went on the, the defensive. I mean, yeah, he he acted like, like he was surprised that anyone was actually asking him about this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought the same. Uh, Joe? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a classic example of what happens when you uh, have a, a, a 30 or 40 year history in elected office and you've gone through many era with many changes in culture and, and, and ideas and you don't fit that anymore. You know, you don't yeah. fit in anymore. And, uh, I don't take anything away from Joe Biden's service. Yeah. And I don't take uh, anything away from what he's done in the Senate. And, and and the things he's tried to do and the, and the failures he's had. We all, look, we all make mistakes. He made a yeah. lot of them. A lot of things I never agreed with him about. Yeah. I never was a big supporter of Joe Biden for president, even when he ran when he was younger. Mm -hmm. The thing I'm saying is that he had a storied career. I don't think he has anything to be ashamed of, but he doesn't fit the 21st century. Yeah. He's not. It's, I don't think just, he's the right just, man for this time. Well, no, and, and I don't I think agree. he's the right person for this time. And 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 uh, I think he, he's he, he's a great American. I, I, I honor what he did, mm -hmm. but this is not your time anymore. I, I'm sorry that you know uh, he lost his son Bo uh, when he did because if things had been different. Maybe he would have been the guy in you know uh, 2016. Maybe. You Maybe, know, but, but uh, we, 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 we can't don't. tell. 
We, we, we I don't mean, need Joe Biden as our savior. I'm going to no. say this yeah. quite honestly. I love Joe Biden. Me too. Yeah. I really do love Joe Biden. Um, I don't. I I wish he didn't enter the race. I'm saying this right here tonight, yeah. right now. And and last night, what what Kamala Harris presented to him was a legitimate thing. Yeah, um, absolutely. It was it was really legitimate. I mean, you know, we can talk about the way things were at at a certain time, and I don't I don't I don't even want to take away from the fact that he was working with segregationists to try to get whatever was passed. But Kamala Harris made it very clear that mm-hmm. you know when Joe Biden said it should be a states' rights issue. She yeah, said yeah. that's why the federal government needed, needed to, step to step in. in. And, Absolutely. And and he he was wrong at the time. And he was he could, you could say that he was right at the time because he was doing whatever he had to do, but I don't But he's wrong I, now. I, he is wrong now. I, I do yeah. love Joe Biden. I don't think he's a bad person at all. I feel very no. protective of him. I, I do to, too. I want to oh, yeah. you know, hug him and, and say, I love you, Joe, but He's not the right guy for this. I'd let, this I'd let him history. inappropriately hug me. He could inappropriately, yeah. inappropriately <laughs> well, hug me. About, be fine. Yeah, the thing about, about Joe Biden is, is too, that at, at the time, in the context of the times that, that they were doing busing, okay, mm-hmm. there was a debate about what is the best way to integrate the schools and what is the best way to make sure that that minority school districts get the same advantages that white school districts were getting yes right and busing was a was a a, a, a uh, an attempt to rectify the situation temporarily mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. was never meant to be a permanent solution yes the permanent solution was to make sure that minorities and white people get the same opportunities and have the same uh same money and same uh quality of education in every school district gee right. that sounds kind of like this whole census uh scam that the the trump administration yeah. well, is trying yes, to run yes yes and 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 you know not, uh, joe biden just w- was involved in that debate at the time yeah and unfortunately, that debate has been settled, and we know now, looking back 30, 40, 50 years later, mm-hmm. that that busing in some areas was a good idea. In some idea, areas, it was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we, we found that the, the real crux of the problem was that minorities were not, minority school districts were not getting the money and the quality that they needed. Yeah, well, uh, we gotta we gotta go on to the next clip here because I got one more from Harris. I really want to play. Bobber, did you want to add anything real quick before I get to the next Harris clip? Uh, I, I think that uh, just real real quick, the, the 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 biggest problem with Joe's answer is that he went with with the, with states' rights, which is just code for yeah. you know and. Yeah. And that's just that was like the worst possible answer he could come up with. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's what he came out with. And that was that just I, I think that sunk his. I think it sunk his candidacy at this point. Yeah, I don't yeah. see. I don't that see how he recovers a, from yeah, that. Yeah, that was a Dixiecrat answer. Well, we'll we'll, we'll yes. see. We'll see. Oh. Uh, but I'll tell you what. After this debate, Harris has a target on her back for every other debate right now because 
she proved herself probably the strongest fighter on any of those stages. I I, I know, uh, you know, there are other people who are great, but Harris is winning over Republicans. Ana Navarro, like, was like, oh my God, where did this come from, you know? Uh, you know, I've seen other Republicans responding, and it's like, all right, I don't really want Republicans help us, to help us, but if you can help us, help us, <laughs> I guess. So yeah, it's better the than the Harris, Russians. It's Harris better than the Russians helping us. What's wrong? Yeah, yeah. Harris and, is telling and, us what's wrong. Well, in in rain, this clip here is is beautiful. The, the, this this one, I saw this and I was like okay, I'm not watching the debates, I'm not watching the debates, but then I saw this and I was like, fuck, I need that audio for the show. And uh, this is so... She's not asking us, she's telling us. This is so golden, what she said here. Uh, And, you know, it's like, oh, well, how do you expect to pay for all these progressive policies or, you know, progressive programs, whatever? Brilliant answer here. There's a lot of talk in this primary about new government benefits such as student loan cancellation, free college, health care, and more. Do you think that Democrats have a responsibility to explain how they will pay for every proposal they make along those lines? Well, let me tell you something. I, I hear that question, but where was that question when the Republicans and Donald Trump passed a tax bill that benefits the top 1% and the biggest corporations in this country? Bernie just puked it when she said that, by the way. So uh, I'm just contributing at least a $1 trillion to the debt of America, which middle class families will pay for one way or another. Working families need support and need to be lifted up. And frankly, this economy is not working for working people. For too long, the rules have been written in the favor of the people who have the most and not in favor of the people who work the most. Which is why I am proposing that we change the tax code. So for every family that is making less than $100,000 a year, they will receive a tax credit that they can collect at $500 a month, which will make all the difference between those families being able to get through the end of the month with dignity and with support or not. And on day one, I will repeal that tax bill that benefits the top 1% and the biggest corporations of America. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. God. Jeez. Damn, that hurt. That hurt those those. Jeez. Yeah, jeez. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, but wow, rain. What a way to turn that question around. Where were the where even where were these questions for the Trump administration when they were proposing everything? Oh no, well, Mexico's gonna pay for the wall. Well, that wasn't true. Mm. Well, yeah, where were the questions during the debates? It wasn't just the Trump administration. Where were the questions during the fucking every Republican, Republican. debates? Yeah. They, they those things didn't happen. And once oh. again, I I I'm telling you, man, I feel like just to vote for vote for Democrats. Vote for them. Because they're the, the only line. ones who get asked the questions. That really matter to Americans. They're the only people who will give you honest answers, too, like Kamala Harris just did. 
you know, know the thing is the, the reality though is that the people that voted for trump they don't care about the answer to that question they didn't true. vote for him because true because you know he was going to tell how he was going to pay for stuff they voted for him because he was an asshole and they they gave him them permission to be assholes yeah but that's i only feel like he's my big yes. dumb white trash brother Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah not, seriously, I, 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 seriously, Bob. That's only maybe, maybe the most thirty percent of the population of America. But I, it's enough. I go with twenty-four. But it was enough to swing the electoral college. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can we can talk about that. Well, um, uh, uh, I would add to what Kamala said. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. And, and, I mean, she turned that around perfectly. She I did. loved her. And I think I think I would add to what she said is that how how do how do they explain how they paid for all the wars that Republicans started? Yeah, how about that? The never-ending wars that they put started. Put them off the books and put them off the books. Yeah, how are we paying for Gitmo? How you are know, we paying for Afghanistan. Yeah, how are we paying for that that that, that doom boggle in, in Iraq. Yeah, and how Iraq, are we going to pay for this, this war that we want to start in a, with Iran? Getting Mo- is going to end it very well, by the way. Yeah, how are we paying for uh, 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 Trump's golden charteries, you know? Uh, oh, wow, he doesn't have an arterial clog. He has a charterial clog, Joe. Um, so, anyway. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, uh, all right, so uh, w- all the seriousness has ended now. And now we need to hear from uh, uh, Moonflower Williamson. Oh. (laughs) She was nice. Oh, my God. Um, I added something to the end of uh, this one clip of her. And then we have some Kate McKinnon um, as well. But here's Marianne Williamson, an author, apparently, who I've never heard of until last night. And I was like, what just happened there? <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, yeah. So l- listen to this, Marianne Williamson, um, our next president. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Marianne, what, Madam President? Marion Williamson. So we've been talking a lot about access to health insurance, but for many Americans, their most pressing concern is the high cost of health care. How would you lower the cost of prescription drugs? Well, first of all, the government should never have made the deal with the big pharma that they couldn't negotiate. That was just part of the regular corruption by which multinational corporations have their way with us. Tell you know, I more. want to say that while I agree with, I'm, I'm with Senator Bennett and others, but I agree with almost everything here. I'll tell you one thing. It's really nice that we've got all these plans, but if you think we're going to beat Donald Trump by just having all these plans, you've got another thing coming. Because he didn't win by saying he had a plan. He won by simply saying, make America great again. We've got to get deeper than just these superficial fixes, as important as they are. Even if we're just talking about the superficial fixes, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have a health care system in the United She's going to be our next president. I don't think so. No. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it was just such fucking nonsense. Where she was criticizing policies as being too shallow, but apparently saying that Make America Great Again was deep? What 
I, what? 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 <laughs> I'm stealing your line, Rain. What? 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 <laughs> I, think, I think we need Darth Vader what in here. <laughs> what? I, no, she's... Uh, no, she was... Uh, just... I... Uh yeah, it I, was it, it I, was uh yeah. what? we don't we don't have time for flowers and and sage. What? Well, we do have time for Kate McKinnon making fun of her on Seth Meyers' show. Can we burn so, uh, incense? Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, I, she's. I don't know, man. She was really kind of trippy. I. It was bonkers. I I wanted to get more of her because it, and she was like, and I talked to the I talked to the president of new zealand and i was like you go girl it's <laughs> like what no, the see, no fuck? Nope. no stop it stop that stop it and romney and romney stop. where are you stop it yeah so kate kate mckinnon was on seth myers and she watched the debate and she was like oh god i wish there was an snl this weekend <laughs> uh because the shelf life apparently for uh marianne williamson impressions not so good <laughs> so, <laughs> no so yeah here's here's kate mckinnon with seth myers on uh on uh, marianne williamson there was someone tonight uh, uh who didn't like plans uh, uh marianne williamson was very she anti-plan like plan. gosh i wish there was an snl show this yeah cause... marianne was the one where you thought like oh uh, she <laughs> might not make it to the fall <laughs> The window for Marianne Williamson impressions might be closing fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was a shining comet. Um, <laughs> yeah, she was like, she was, I'll just do, Will this you do is a my little, quick, this a little taste. I was okay, practicing yeah. while we were okay, watching. Yeah. I've i heard a lot of plans here tonight, and if we, we think plans are going to be Donald Trump, we've got another thing coming. My plan <laughs> is to gather all the sage in America and bring it. My plan is to harness the energy of babies to finally put a man on the moon. <laughs> and I said to the president of New Zealand, I said, girlfriend, you're so on. And I would say to Donald Trump, boyfriend, you chill. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got a little taste. Mm, oh, what, a, what a star. What a star. Gosh. She is a star. It was Beautiful wonderful to have flower. her there. Yeah. Be- just a beautiful flower. The inflection in her voice for that. <laughs> oh, you're just so deep and serious about everything she says. <laughs> uh, I said girlfriend. <laughs> Oh well, my god! Is, is when, when she got up there and, and said um, that she was going to harness love, you know, to, it, yeah, to, to fix all of our problems, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah. Would you like yeah. to swing on a star? <laughs> I'd like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony, <laughs> a song of love. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, seriously, and and like like uh, Colbert said, don't Google love harness. Um, don't do it. All right, well, I'll tell you, what, we 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 don't have any more time. We have one Mad Lib, and I have just a, f- a handful of words I need from you guys. So, are you guys good to go over a couple minutes for this? Sure. Yes. Here we go. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. 
Don't get mad, get mad libs. Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, here we go. Uh, alphabetical. Ooh. Bobber. I need a part of the body, plural. In need of that yeah, one's that could be. living uh, in Long Island. Already got the big one out there. With, uh oh, balls. Did you say big one? Really? Uh, yeah. So balls. All right. Balls. Ah. Balls. All right, Joe. I need a silly noise. Yep. Yap. Yep. 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 Okay. Or you want triple yap? I'll put yap, yeah, yap times yap. three. All right, rain. Another silly noise. Sproing. 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 Um. From Mad Magazine. Yeah, yeah. Comics. I can't. Yeah, Don Adams. Uh. Well, yeah, Don Adams was the guy. He did the big, you know. The people with the crazy elongated heads and weird elbows and shit. Um, all right. And uh, Joe. Wait, no. Bobber. We're back to Bobber. A noun, sir. A noun? Yeah. Um, fruitcake. Fruitcake. All Ooh. right. Oh. Okay. Joe. Another noun, sir. Another noun. Yeah. Um, wrinkle. Oh. Wrinkle. All right, Rain. I'm sorry to do this to you. God damn it. Adverb. Adjective. It's an adverb. Adjective. An adjective. <laughs> yeah. You just said one. You said god damn. Well. God damn. Okay. Um, god damn it. Hey. God damn it. God damn it. You just said it three times. You want to put God damned down? Because God damned yeah, is an adjective. Yeah, just let's go with it. All right. I mean, you're like, I have no idea what an, a God damned adjective is. And you just said <laughs> God damned. I don't know. Let's yeah. just go with it. Yeah. Uh -oh. So you just keep swearing and I'll suss out the words. All right. Here we go, everybody. Uh, this one. I think this will be a popular one with uh, all of the the uh, ladies listening to the show tonight, and uh, f and we'll 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 do this as a uh, hat tip to all the loudmouth bozos on the stage who couldn't shut their fucking pie holes. This is uh, the the mad the mad lib called Caveman. De Blasio. It's called Caveman. Well, the the title is Cavemen. It's Cavemen. So, here we go. Some so scientists. All right. Uh, here we go. Cavemen. Some scientists think of cavemen as the goddamned link between modern man and penises. Oops. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, I said I said it here. Huh? Don't say penis in this house. Get out of my house. Uh. Cavemen were intelligent, especially the Neanderthal, who created the bow and bar and grill, which enabled them to hunt stinky animals. They used the skins of these vibrators to cover their balls. <laughs> <laughs> 
and also to keep their fossils warm. Oh, you got to keep those fossils warm, children. Uh, they learned how to make fire by rubbing two shining comets together. That'll work. I took that. I took that from Kate McKinnon. Uh, although at first they could only make sounds such as yep, 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 and sprawling, <laughs> <laughs> which roughly translates into "Hello, where's the pole dancers' room?" <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, they developed their own corrupt language. If a Neanderthal man were around today with his macho brain, whittle, whittled, whittled muscles, and distressed face, he would make a great president of a fruitcake company, or at the very least, a universal used wrinkle salesman. There you go. Dang. Well... Well, yeah, we need we need more used universal wrinkle salesmen. So do we? You know, do we? I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. By, by, by the way, the the uh, cartoonist name is Don Martin. Oh, Don Martin. Yeah, Don Adams. I'm sorry. That was. Um, I think I was mixing up the guy who did the Adams Family cartoon or something. No, Don Adams was Get Smart. Oh yeah, yeah, Don Martin. Yeah, okay, yeah, Don Martin, not Dean Martin. So. No. No. I know that. Dino! Uh, thank you, Don Don uh, Martin. But yeah, so anyway, I loved his cartoons when I was a kid. I got a couple of those, like, paperbacks of the old Mads of just Don Martin. So, good stuff. But anyway, let's go ahead and wrap up the show, everybody. Let me, uh, uh, is that song ending? There it is. Okay, it's, it's ending. All right, parting shots, alphabetical order tonight. Uh, no, we'll do reverse alphabetical order. Rain, what's your parting shot tonight? My parting shot was that I loved um, Elizabeth Warren the night before last night. She was she was basically asking people to to listen to her proposals. What I loved yeah. about Kamala Harris last night was she was basically saying, "Look, listen, listen to me, listen to me now." Mm-hmm. And I, um, I'm really conflicted about these two women. I love them both, and Kamala Harris is badass. Yeah, she's a fighter. I mean, that's what I. Uh, uh, okay, I'm not saying that Elizabeth Warren isn't a fighter. I just think I'm not either. I think that uh, Kamala Harris, in her delivery, in her compassion, in her history has an amazing amount of fight in her and maybe a Harris Warren ticket is something we need. I'd like to see that. I'm not sure if the rest of America is willing to deal with two women. Yeah. I'm really I sad am. to say that. But I I, I feel like, like watching I like the past ladies. two debates you know, the two debates the past two nights was really illuminating. And um I guess I, here's my parting shot. My parting shot is that the future is women. It really is women, mm-hmm. and I hope yeah. that men are ready to accept that. Well, I think the future of our nation, not just our party, the future of our nation has to be women, because for too long men have been fucking things up. You know, I should have just gotten up. You know what? I should have just like filled out my paperwork to get on the debate stage and say, fuck all these dudes vote for a woman. 
you know, and been like, Chuck Todd, also fuck you. Yeah, and, yeah, by the way, and then run out. Chuck Todd. And run out. Fucking, yes. And, and, you know, Chris Christie, the only good thing he's ever said. Please, God, can we say goodbye to Chuck Todd? Yeah. So, so he made a rhyme there, too. So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, anything else, Rain? Shot. I think the future is coming. Right. And it is. It I'm, is. I'm done. It has to be, or we're screwed. Uh, Joe, what's your parting shot, sir? Uh, boy, I feel bad that I agree with Chris Christie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Governor Gravy Bucket. We agree with Governor Gravy Bucket for once. I, I feel very uncomfortable right now. I may throw yeah. up. But anyway. Just don't sit to uh, him next on, next to him on the beach, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, we could just roll him back into the ocean like they do the whales. Anyway. You might become you might become a natural satellite if you sat next to him on the beach. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> You'd be pulled into uh, the orbit. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I think I think uh, well um, over the course of the few months, you know, my original uh, choice was Amy Klobuchar. Out of yeah, yeah. Uh, I still think she has a chance, but I do um, too. I've been really impressed with what's happening with uh, Kamala Harris and. Uh, and Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. I'm especially surprised at Elizabeth Warren, how she's gotten traction. Yeah. Um, not so much uh, surprised at Kamala Harris, because I, I saw her cross-examine people as a senator. Mm-hmm. And uh, she would scare me if I had to take the stand. <laughs> she oh, she, yeah. She's a prosecutor. She's unflappable. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I've seen her take it take on all the wise asses and put them in their place so i wasn't surprised i'm surprised that elizabeth warren is getting the traction i'm surprised klobuchar isn't getting that much attention but uh who knows but uh those are my top three and i have to say i have a fourth but uh, and and this is a surprise but it's uh, marianne williamson she <laughs> <really tells me. laughs> Oh, <laughs> she reached out to me last night. Oh yeah, yeah. In a special way. She, she, she touched my inner thigh. Your inner penis. Thigh. Oh come on! I I'm trying to look for another clip. Don't don't do that to me. I got a chill up my leg. Uh, really, Jim? Oh, you got you got a thrill up so. your leg. Oh my God! Chris Matthews still has a show, doesn't he? Jesus Christ! Yes, he does. But I did get a chill up my leg. Shark ball. I, I actually peed myself. But um, oh my God! But uh, you're going Marianne off the rails, Joe. What the hell? I know, Mary. She touched me last night, so she's my fourth choice. We'll see. I, I don't know that she's well. going to make the next debate, but. I gotta say, if you're if you are a Williamson supporter at this point, I have a, a little uh, public service announcement. Um, uh, I need to play for you right now. It's just bad acid. It's manufactured poorly. Yeah, there you go. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. There you go. All right. I, I, what I said is true. I, I mean, I, I think Kamala Harris, Elizabeth Warren, and, and Amy Klobuchar will remain my my top yeah. three right now i and, really liked klobuchar the other night yeah and swalwell you ageist prick what the fuck yeah, man I, what a disappointment i took personal offense to that <laughs> i i I, you know, I did too because he's talking about I'm my dad 70, i'm gonna he's I'm talking 70 about, years old in, in july yeah i mean y- i, I you, don't think i i reflect 
my dad, yeah. you, Joe Biden, you're all in the same, and you guys all have great ideas. And it's like, oh, well, you're just too old and stuff. Fuck off. Again, again, I think this is this is a problem with, um, and I know Bob has to jump in with here, bigots. but I, st- I think that what, what, what he did is a problem with testosterone and male and patriarchy. Yeah. yeah. I, honestly, I, I mean that. It, and all he, he has to he, do is, is to sell us is that he's young. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't care if he's Fucking, young. You, yeah, that's, I'm pretty much so angry. About it. Yeah, anyway, let's let's Sorry. let Bobber do his parting shot because uh, we got we got to wrap things up. Bobber, what you got? The okay. I'm gonna go off, off the rails a little bit here with uh, something from the science stack. Oh, uh, okay. A story that caught my eye just by the headline. Uh, the headline is. Fungal hallucinogens send cicadas on sex binges after their genitals fall off. Oh. Wow. It's just bad oh. acid. It's manufactured poorly. No. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just it sounds like something from, from one of our Mad Libs. But, um, <laughs> so are, are you saying they lost their balls? They're balls. They're, they're well, balls. Uh, they're I, balls I actually off. have a I have a clip from Mike Check Radio for that. You've lost your balls. Yeah, so <laughs> that, that explains Marianne Williamson. You know, and we don't really have enough time to for me to go through and read the whole article. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post a link to it in the chat, but it's hysterical, and it, it was it's uh, written by Science Alert. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's there's some, some you know technical stuff in it, but. Uh, you should post it's, that that link to the 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 um, parody Bernie story uh, about the P base. <laughs> so here, here's the here's the first paragraph. In latest gruesome nature news, scientists have discovered new details on a fungus that compels its cicada hosts to mate long after their genitals have gone and their bodies have turned into what one researcher colorfully describes as flying salt shakers of death. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh wow the fungus is called Bassiporia cicadina and its effects read like an abstinence campaign for cicadas but it also appears that it affects the sex crazed cicadas by sending them on one heck of a drug trip wow oh yeah this is good stuff nice nice <laughs> all right sounds good and where do you where do you buy this stuff <laughs> yeah, they they said that yeah, you probably shouldn't you know be snorting cicadas in an attempt to to get high on this because you know, I have so. a lot of cicadas in my backyard. I'm gonna check this out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hmm. uh, so anyway, uh, everybody. Oh, yeah. oh, Earl, is that you? That was, was that Earl? That was our dogs? Was that Dude, Earl? I- Oh, those Duke? Uh, no, well, that's Duke in the background. Earl was sleeping here on the bed. I don't oh, know what's happening. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but I anyway, uh, good Seriously, stuff. Earl, Thank Earl you. Barked and he looks at me like, did I really have to bark? Because I'm so well, tired. Yeah. Oh. Well, thank you for yeah. that, Bob, for the science story. And uh, also, little bit of trivia uh, right now for everyone. Science trivia. Uh, I'll send uh, whoever can answer this correctly $10. A crisp $10 bill out of the three of you right now. How many named moons does Saturn have? Anus. 
that's how many not, moons that's does not Saturn not, have? How many named oh. moons does Saturn have? Oh, it's a trick trick question. Named well, they're, they're, well, I'm just saying they, they're still naming them. I'm just saying right now, how many named moons? If you don't know, you don't know. Just it, say I don't know. It's probably around 100, I would think. Um, no specific numbers? It's 62. Nope. You guys all lose. Oh. Uh, so. One of them looks like a potato. Uh, so anyway, uh, we'll see everybody on Tuesday on Turn Up Tonight. And of course, I'll be uh, Joe and I will be on Mike Check Radio with Adam, Miles, and Michelle on Sunday, uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here. And we're still working on the music licensing thing. So uh, in the interim, enjoy the old time radio and all the other wackiness we put on there. Uh, but other than that, yeah, we got to go. Uh, we love you all. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank God it's Friday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. Please, God, can we say goodbye to Chuck Todd? What? What? You've lost your balls.